Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about? That. All right, Joseph. Finally able to breathe after eating <laughs> all that thanksgiving leftovers <clears throat> yes it was a it was a struggle we actually threw our last leftovers out today it was trash day yeah oh you didn't eat them all didn't get through them all we were trying to figure out what the difference was between this year and last year and i think the difference was this year we made just a lot more so mm. yeah it was a very analytical uh <laughs> discussion that's a never mind. I was gonna make a joke and say, like, it didn't taste as good as last year. <laughs> no, it was real good, it was real good. But, um, I, I, I will say, we usually make like a lasagna on Thanksgiving that's kind of been the famous uh, pilgrim's <laughs> lasagna, yes. yeah. Well, we we do that, and um, uh, last year we made like square pan lasagna, and this year we made rectangle, which is obviously more. So, did you? Oh, uh, yeah, that it? is that, that could be like 20. <clears throat> Depending on how big that rectangle is, yeah, it could be like twenty five percent more. I would say it was at least a third more, a third more lasagna. So, do you ever hear that? I don't know. I saw some bullcrap that like people used to eat raccoon on Thanksgiving. Is that like some? I'll BS? bet you it's true. <laughs> I mean, like back in the day. <laughs> yeah, true. Whatever was around, whatever made to the front yard. That yeah, the pot. So, um, yeah, the I'll bet you they neighbor, did. The I read something where, like, they did, like, every president's favorite meal, and one of the early president's favorite meal was, like, possum or something. It was really disgusting. It's, yeah. Well, it was, yeah. They're cannibals. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we we did. Did you, did you deep fry a turkey? No, I don't do that. Uh, I, we would get a, a deep fried when we lived in oh, okay yeah there was this awesome cajun place that did deep fried turkeys and we would get them i like i know that i would never i don't want to deal with something like that i yeah. i don't think i would cook it long enough i feel like i would burn myself you know there's the fear of like you know these idiots that like blow up their houses yeah that's real common. the ones that don't you have to like defrost your turkey your turkey has to be like one minute away free. from going bad like yeah. you cannot like, like, even if, like, one little piece of crystal ice on it can, like, just right make it explode. That Because I was wondering, I'm like, why the fuck do people do this? And then I was like, oh, it's because they're not defrosting it enough. Right, yeah. If uh, if there's any ice crystals in there, they apparently explode or something. It's, it's Because, real... I mean, you ever throw, like, a frozen thing into a pan that has some oil in it? Yeah, I mean, I have, I, you I ever, suppose. Yeah, it goes nuts. It goes yeah. absolutely crazy. It's like... It, splatters and pops so imagine now dropping like a 10 20 pound thing into a fucking vat full of oil you know on fire it would just be like putting you might as well just put like a try to aim it at your enemies or something yeah, <laughs> yeah actually it's that is the uh truth uh, uh going back to the war of 1812 <laughs> Uh, that's where the fried turkey was invented. Uh, yeah, little, uh, little unknown fact <laughs> that I just made up. Right. Um, you know what, though? 
you know, it's interesting. You, you get involved in the Black Friday stuff? Um, not not terribly, but I did. Usually, here's what I do is I, throughout like the few months before Black Friday, I start putting stuff in my Amazon cart, just stuff that I would normally want or need or whatever. And then on Black Friday, I just look in my Amazon cart and I determine if any have had significant price drops and then I buy them. What about Cyber Monday? You didn't wait till Cyber Monday? Yeah, I did. Like, I'm still doing it, actually, because, like, they've kind of extended that throughout the season now. Um, well, before yeah. we get – I, I want to talk about that a bit, and then we can go into what we're going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, What are we going to talk about this week real, real quick? We're, we're going to – the big the big news of the day is uh, uh, Henry Kissinger died. Uh, the young age of 100. Right. So we're going to talk about that briefly, and then we're going to talk about some pop culture stuff that we – uh I've been talking about uh, weekly. We're going to talk about For All Mankind, uh, the show Monarch, Legacy of Monsters, um, the Scott Pilgrim show I finally got around to watching on yeah. Netflix. Uh, we talk a little bit about the new Marvel uh, stuff that's going on. And um, we both saw, I finally saw Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, kind of a mixed bag, but I'd, I thought some parts of it were pretty interesting. Um, and then uh, after that, we're going to get into the political stuff. We're going to talk... A little bit about the Ron DeSantis Gavin Newsom debate that's coming up tomorrow night. Uh, I, I think they're voting on whether or not George Santos is expelled from Congress tomorrow. Yeah, he said he's not leaving. I mean, he's he's not re- running again, but right, he, he would still have another like full year to just oh yeah clown. So yeah, they should remove his ass. Um, and then uh, we're talking about the the, the students for Trump guy. Got arrested for beating his girlfriend. Wow. Uh, Can't believe a Trump supporter <laughs> is an incredibly violent shocking. person. What a shock. Can't believe uh, we're we're going to talk about um, Warren Bobert back in the news. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse going broke. And then Elon had like a little unhinged diatribe against uh, advertisers tonight. Yeah. Uh, I want to advertise on his uh, on his eight. Chan site, right? right. I don't know why. I don't know why Excellent. people don't want to advertise their, you know, like a- why would Apple not want to advertise their iPad next to uh the Jews when I would place us eight, eight, 14 wor- words, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, I saw this big thing on uh the onion today about how uh when Elon was visiting Israel the other day, he pulled Netanyahu aside and asked him where the space laser was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like yeah. I, that actually sounds like that probably happened. I exactly. I had to like double check. Like, is this the onion? Is, is this? <laughs> yeah, that's where the onion's good at like making those type of articles where it could yeah just be an article. And right. at this point, <laughs> with the way things are going, it might as well just be an article. Um, okay, well, before we go talk about uh the legend, the icon, uh, yeah. the war criminal, Henry Kissinger, uh, may right. rest in PP. I'm uh, sure he will. Yeah, I was in a joke. Like karma finally got to him. Took its, took its sweet, sweet, <laughs> sweet, 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 sweet time. Um. <clears throat> uh, all right. So I've been, I've been seeing a lot of like, you know, the funny, you remember like how you would see like videos of people like killing each other on Black Friday? Oh, yeah, yeah. And supposedly this year, it's like, it was like ghost towns. Like no one, 
no one was showing up. There's like there was I saw people posting on TikTok like going like where they were like the only one there like seven yeah no one and then a lot of them said that like a lot of these stores are they're pulling these like fast ones they're not even sales like they pulled the the sheet under it this was at a target where yeah i saw that 699 and they pulled it under and it was the regular price yeah it was no black friday sale and then the someone went the funny thing is someone went like i guess a couple days later and then there was an actual sale because they weren't selling any yeah that is uh I used to see those fucking videos, though. I remember, like, when I was living in New York, some guy got some, I don't know, if it was like a woman or something, got crushed to death. Like, oh, you yeah. see these things, and people would just kill themselves over, like, you know, $2 DVDs of, like, do you really need to get the sequel to The Born Identity? Like, do you really need that DVD? Like, like no one cares. Some of my <laughs> best like, memories as a I kid were... season four for only seven bucks. Dude, <laughs> right. I get it. I get it. I'd kill a dude for that, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, some of, some of my best memories as a child were, you know, punching some old lady in the solar plexus and just watching her double over as I walk out with a VCR. Yeah. Or slipping I mean, a shift it, between the third and fourth rib of an elderly man. As they're I like, trying to take it away from you. Yes. They are trying. And when I say they, y'all know what I'm talking about. Exactly. You know. Well, you know. It all, this war on Christmas I'm has just been going kidding. on That's for a long time. That's something that like anti-Semites say. Yeah. What? <laughs> this war on Christmas has been going on for a long time. This I think the war on Christmas is over. There is no yeah. war on Christmas. Fox tries to make it. No one gives a shit. No one cares. Um, you know, and then like I think the other thing too is though, a lot of these places, they've given up, they don't do I think they realize that. They used to have these like insane sales. You would see like I remember seeing like the Walmart flyer or Target flyer. This was like a decade or two ago. Yeah. I would see it and it would be like, if you get here at like eight in the morning, these things are this. But if you get here at eleven, they don't cost this anymore. Now they're they went up. Right. And it was like totally insane. So you had people. I knew people in New York. They would wait in line. Like literally, yep. they wouldn't even have Thanksgiving. Like they would just wait like at a Best Buy. At, like two in the morning to be like camped out it's disgusting and it was like i know a lot of, a lot of retails got flack and were like dude let people fucking have the day off so you know they, they would make the workers come in on thanksgiving yeah. like prepping for black friday it was just getting completely out of hand but then a lot of these places they put their sales up like on monday anyway and like uh, and like i said there's these people who are on you know uncovering it like they're not even really any sales going on yeah yeah, no, it it feels that way for sure. Um, and uh, the stuff that always was, uh, I remember that hearing about that too. Like when people would like, kill themselves to get like a hundred dollar like flat screen TV, but you would find out like it is the cheapest model. Like I mean, yeah. not like oh, it's a small size, but I mean like people don't realize a lot of these TVs they have like these depth ratios or whatever, and it would be like the shit. So like if you go to there and you're like, oh, this TV's fifty five inches yeah but it's probably crap like look at the aspect like look at what the output is if the output is like a low megahertz you it's it's not you're not yeah. you're getting deficient uh, like a shitty product and that's usually what those tvs were they were like black friday tvs they called them it feels like we're in a time i don't i don't know because like my my child is older now but like it it doesn't feel like there are any must-have toys you know what i mean or, or products like i'm not aware of it i'm sure there's a bunch of them probably, i probably but like 
But like you used to not be able to exist in pop culture without hearing about the Tickle Me Elmo. Well, that, or... I mean, that's so long ago. But yeah, I remember that. I, uh, yeah, the Tickle Me Elmo thing was ridiculous. I remember I got a, me and my friend got a couple and sold those where we got them from our job. <laughs> they gave to us like after work. They were like, they said, Oh, that's right. You told me about that. this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Um, so yeah, I didn't do any big Black Friday shopping. Um, I didn't. I either. did. I just I, go ahead. Yeah, look. I picked up. I mean, I literally did what I said. Like, I bought. I had like vitamins in my cart that like Ooh. we just buy and like they Merry were Christmas. Yeah, they were rarely like twenty bucks. They were on sale for three, so I bought a whole bunch. Oh, and uh, oh, but you got the Black Friday ones. They're good. They're actually <laughs> uh, vitamin C. Right. What? Why is there a Z after what Z? Is... Don't worry, right. shut up and take them. Just I've heard of B6 and B12, but what is B78? <laughs> yeah, why? That must be better. There's more. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, yeah, so I bought like random shit like that. And um, I got some good I deals. Know, I was but... going to get fish oil, but what's possible oil? <laughs> possible oil. <laughs> I will say that. Um... Like possible. <laughs> like on the, on the front. Of it, like, <laughs> like all gnarly. Possum oil is it good for Falcle? Yeah. Why is My... Falcle spelled with with a ph? With a p- what? With a ph? Yeah. Why is there an r in Falcle? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I I. Uh... I, I kind of didn't do that. Anyway, my, my daughter's an age that like my wife and I we we buy each other like small kind of gifts, you know, like to kind of commemorate the holiday. My son just likes records, so there is no Black Friday involved with that. My it's kid like wants a new phone. Around. Yeah. We don't yeah. like it's all about records. So uh oh we did go to like a uh record store day is the same day as like Black Friday. Oh I did I yeah, I so saw we went that. To record store day. But yeah. uh but what I'm saying is I've noticed like a lot of these companies are like being kind of shady. I mean, they always have been. Like I said, they would do a lot of bait and switch where people would wait in line and the stuff that was in the ads not even there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Walmart was known for doing that for decades. Like they were like the kings of like where the product wouldn't even be on the floor. It'd be like, what the fuck, dude? You right. know? Um, but I was I want to bring up something interesting. You ever notice like how you see all this footage of like stores getting like uh stuff getting stolen from stores like i see all these like i see a lot of right wingers usually push it they'll show like people coming with like bags stealing shit and walking out and like they want to you know courses is like to attack cities like san francisco or just in general or just to attack minorities like oh yeah. look at these like but and then i i i, I was listening to some show and this guy called in and i guess he worked at one of these stores and they were told like do not like, don't call the cops. Don't do anything. Let these people oh, go yeah. because they'll just claim it as a loss and, and they get fully refunded, but with their insurance, like stores like Macy's sure. and stuff. <clears throat> and I was like thinking, you see this so much now. What if the conspiracy here is? Yeah. These are not actual thieves. They're like, <laughs> they're paid to come in. Yeah, clear out the unsold merchandise. And then these stores claim an insurance scheme. Yeah. Because that's weird. Like, Right, yeah. That is weird. Yeah, like the the store gets the Apple 
uh, the i the iPhone 15 in stock, and all of a sudden someone comes in and steals all the iPhone 14s, like or whatever. They steal yeah. like a ton of clothes. They steal a bunch of like whatever, a bunch of inventory. It doesn't have to be anything fancy like an iPhone 15. Just you know, just inventory. You know, yeah. So just, that, remember that jackass like attacked that girl? We talked about that. Remember, remember some idiots so calling him like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, you're just sort of an idiot, dude. But like, what if like these. You find out like these retailers, these big ones like Macy's and like that, are paying people to come in, pretend to be fucking shoplifters. And then so it works like twofold, these companies. Because a lot of these businesses are not profitable really anymore. Right. They haven't been in years. And they make more money with tax cuts, buying back stock. Yeah, yeah. Uh insurance schemes like you know, loss and damages, stuff like that. So you, you, you get people to come in, ransack your place, right? Claim certain cities are unsafe. You pull some shit and say we're closing down. That's a lie. Uh, right. Walgreens supposedly pulled this scheme, and uh, we're claiming that oh, there was so much theft in San Francisco. That was not the reason why they closed down. That was complete bullshit. Uh, then you create you get information out and say, look, Biden's uh, just right. Right. Handle- look what's happening in the country. It's, it's just chaos. You know, you got people stealing and, and no one's stopping them. No one's stopping these right. thieves. And then they get a Republican back in so they can get more tax cuts <laughs> and do more stock buybacks. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. The only, the only flaw I think in the theory is that like, My for sure. Theory. Well, for sure, someone who was paid to do that would be on TikTok the next day talking about how they were paid. I don't think so. They probably have to pay, like, sign some... No. Could be. No way. No way. Well, I certainly don't doubt that, like, they look the other way knowing that it's to their advantage, you know? Like, like if, if, if you might say, well, like, well, let's maybe just leave the... We don't need to post a bunch of security guards at the front door. We can just sort of like make it known that there's no one watching the the store. Uh, that makes sense. I don't know. They're just saying like a lot of these like retailers like they clearly make money more money off of like not selling a shit. I mean, we're yeah. seeing that now with the uh, like, fucking studios like WB. Yeah. Like they just tried pulling a fast one with that movie recently, the Wild Coyote movie. Yeah, I wonder... they just make a bunch of product and then claim it as a fucking tax write-off. Yeah, that's bullshit. It is bullshit. Uh, someone made a joke said that like Secret Invasion of Disney. Sh- that's one example where they should have claimed <laughs> they that. Should have kept, yeah. Out. And you know what's so funny? <clears throat> it would be so funny if they did that. So many people would have lost their fucking mind and claimed like this is bullshit. They would have been like, "This was supposed to be amazing. This is probably like the best thing ever." Yeah, it would have been like release the release the secret invasion or something. You know, there would have been like, like yeah, I mean, it would be insane. You have like Samuel Jackson as a lead, and you're like, don't even release it. It looked great. It sounded great on paper. Everything sounded great about it. It Just there was still some good stuff in the movie in the show. I like some. Overall, was disappointment, but. Um, all I'm saying is, there's a. I feel like there's a lot of shenanigans. Obviously, yeah, I'm creating a conspiracy, but there is truth to that. Retailers do do that. They also don't want like the employee getting hurt because then the employee will need medical care. Yeah, <laughs> they don't want the cops involved. They don't. 
you know, if uh, there's cases where even the criminals sues the retailer if they get hurt. Yeah, right. It's insane, absolutely insane. You know, that's like, that's, that's true. crazy. Um, but it just seems like this thing I see occurring more. And, um, no, you know, I, I saw some uh, video of uh, like the CEO of Walmart complaining about deflation when it comes oh. to like groceries. Okay. And it's like, wait, I'm supposed to not like that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, who is he talking to? He's clearly not talking to like people who shop at the store. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, clearly that would be, I mean, like, I don't know, in a perfect world, that shouldn't bother anyone because they should be able to purchase. They, they don't, Walmart doesn't make stuff, they resell stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, like they, it, I mean, I suppose they have like some store brands or whatever, but for the most part, Walmart purchases items from a wholesaler and then marks it up slightly and gives it, I mean, like, so if deflation is letting us get our groceries cheaper, they should be similarly getting their product cheaper. From the manufacturer cheaper. At some right. Point. I yeah. mean, it, in theory, it shouldn't matter to them at all. Did you they, see that thing about eggs? I know I sound like an yeah. old Yeah. To right. deal with the price of eggs. Oh, then peace. I did. Eggs. Yeah, that, that's crazy. I remember for a long time people were saying, <laughs> "Oh, it's COVID," and then, but no, it was just a cash grab by these fucking greedy chicken they, farmers. That's, they all are. You know, you hear this bullshit, and again, I think a lot of it it, it works in twofold. A lot of these companies usually support right wing politicians. You got mm -hmm. a president right now who despite what everyone wants to think, is probably one of the most pro-union presidents yeah. we've had. I mean, the guy went on the picket line. Like, that In every happened. cartoon I ever watched as a kid, chicken <laughs> farmers were motherfuckers. There were always... In every cartoon I ever watched as a kid, chicken farmers were motherfuckers. <laughs> they were always terrible. They were unfairly... Uh, uh, biased Cruel against to the, foxes. To the rabbit or the yep. chicken or the animal that would cause trouble. Uniformly evil. Uh, we I don't know, dude. I think I'm on the side with the chicken farmers. Those, those, those animals. Have you ever seen so Fantastic? What? Have you ever seen Fantastic Mr. Fox? All the chicken yeah. farmers are bastards. They, oh, yeah, awesome. yeah, no, that, that's, that's true. Even though they were running a scheme in Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> No, I'm just saying that, like, it's, you know, for years you'd hear about out-of-control inflation, but then it's like, no, there really is no Never inflation. Was. A lot of this is like, hey, you know what? We liked what happened here with the pandemic where we were able to, like, jack up the price of toilet paper. Yeah. Let's keep it at that price. And you know what? We'll just claim that, oh, sorry, there's a, what do they call that? Like, uh, where stuff, they have a hard time making things. There's yeah, a, like a supply, supply chain, chain or production issue. Yeah, oh, sorry. Meanwhile, you see like on, you know, page six of the paper or whatever, it's like Walmart heiress loses fifth boat, you know, like misplaced her fifth yacht or something. Yeah, like Orca attacks Walmart heiress's <laughs> 50th boat. Yeah, it's always like... It's one of her five favorites. Never enough with these people. It's never fucking enough. There's never no. enough money for them. They can never have too much. They can never hoard enough. And they're like gathering together to try to like rip rip off people who need eggs, like fucking eggs. Like, well, they're just like, hey, you know what? We can charge a dollar more. Why not? 
ridiculous. I mean, like I said, uh, you know, there's an interest. We'll move on to the actual what we were going to talk about. But like I saw this awesome TikTok. Someone was talking about like billionaires now versus billionaires back in the day. You know, Carnegie is a good example yeah. of like uh, they called like a social contract. Something they talked about like. I mean, regardless of what Carnegie made his money or whatever it is, I'm sure it's pretty unscrupulous. But he gave a lot of money. He put a yeah. lot into the infrastructure. He put like I guess we have like tons of libraries because of him. Oh like, yeah. yeah, there's like so many. They said today he would be worth like 400 million dollars. So that would put him up there with like Bezos and Elon yeah. Musk. And you see like the billionaires now. And they don't do shit. If they don't anything, they tried to degrade the infrastructure. Elon Musk is famous for destroying what would have been a great, helping destroy what would have been a great light rail system from yeah. like San Francisco to LA. That would have like been such a massive game changer. Oh my God. That would have been like. I'll say people... Bill Gates probably does a, a decent amount of stuff. He, he really. Mm. Oh, that's like malaria. I don't know. I, I, during the pandemic, I heard some real disgusting shit, like how he denied he made sure that countries couldn't get the vaccine. Like, uh, what could the be. fuck, dude? Like, you shouldn't make let these people make the fucking vaccine. Like, like <laughs> this is yeah. how you stop the virus. I don't know. I know what you mean. Like, there there seems to be some good, but like, he got a lot of like attention for. My dad was working for the school system in New York, and. I remember hearing one day my dad's like, yep, everything changed. And he's like, I'm like, why? What happened? He's like, give Bill Gates to decide to, him and his wife decided to pump a ton of money into schools and they changed fucking everything. How this yeah. run? Because a billionaire who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing when it comes yeah, to school. That, that part is true too. They they get it in their head that like when Bill Gates did pump a lot of money into schools, but he did it in a way that's like, oh, well, technology is the answer to everything. And technology is the answer to some things, but it's not the answer to everything. So, I don't know. Well, but whatever I, he did ended up being a colossal failure. I will say that, yeah, millionaires back in the day were built a little different. Not all of them, but um, a lot of them did want to, uh, I don't know if it was like out of ego or it turned out to be a good thing for whatever the motivation. But like, I mean, yeah, we could, you know, the joke is we could look at it back then. Someone could be like, yeah. It's bullshit. Carnegie thinks he could buy us all off or whatever. You know? But you look back now, you just like you look at well, like Bezos, you look, in, you look at Elon Musk, and you look at somebody who, you know, they said there was like a, a social, some kind of social contract yeah. that was expected where like, well, you, you know, look in, even like the Koch brothers, you see like they make museums. The fucking Walmart yeah. family, you would see like they. They like totally made like Bentonville nice. Like I had to go right. there a couple of times. So it was like pretty decent. Yeah. No, I heard that uh Bentonville, unlike a lot of places in Arkansas, has like indoor plumbing. Mm -hmm. Um they people only marry their cousin <laughs> and not their sister in They're up to like 60-70% shoe wearing uh in that. Yep. The, there's an average of 19 teeth in each mouth. Okay. <laughs> yeah and yeah. i heard this is crazy in Be the big city of bentonville uh -huh. people speak with two syllables <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's all true that's all true so um you know good yeah. for them they, they don't wear shit kickers <laughs> they wear manure pushers yeah <laughs> right 
Yeah. Yeah. And the average person there owns four to five pairs of overalls, uh, which I think is yep. a good, <laughs> good sign of their prosperity. Good <laughs> they don't have a piece of wheat sticking out of their mouth. <laughs> no. They have a, a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, and they did convert the last of their Sambo's restaurants to a Denny's, so that's it's progress, you know. It's, yeah, progress. All right, so really uh, bring back to the community. <laughs> People are like anyone from Arkansas is listening is like, yeah, yeah, they're right. You got us. <laughs> now I've been to uh, fuck, what's that town in Arkansas? Uh, Little Rock. Rock? What? Oh, yeah. No, Fayville. Yeah. That was nice. Mm. Yeah. People had their teeth. I remember. Yeah. I, I, uh, my brother lived in the a really rural, poor part of Arkansas for a little while. Um, his wife at the time worked for the federal government and they got transferred there and whatever. And when I visited him, um, we drove down to Little Rock and I loved Little Rock. I mean, it, it felt like a really cool, kind of progressive, modern city. Um, you know, very few banjos playing in the street. Uh, hey, there's no wrong with banjos, dude. <laughs> no, it was it was good. I liked I liked it, and and honestly, I I, I give Arkansas a hard time, but it's mostly because of of uh, Huckabee. Yeah, um, stop voting for people like that. And we'll exactly, that's hard time. that's Sorry. it. I mean, like Arkansas has like so much going, but a lot of those southern states really could make a a great run for it if they just Scum voted for scumbags. They voted for people that were that were in their own best interests you know i mean i don't know yeah anyway. <clears throat> all right so all right, we got, well, speaking um, of best interest henry yeah. kissinger decided today to do the world favor and he uh moved on to the next stage yes uh, i would like to say that he probably went back to his home world which is uh a uh like one of the dimensions of hell right um, sure you know they're like you know he shows up they're like henry you're back yeah, yeah. Yes, and, uh, uh, I don't know, that's how he talked. He's like, Yeah, lovable, um, lovable, uh, Henry Kissinger. You know, he saw him and he was like, That little that guy, he's supposed to be like, uh, the doctor of death or something. That, that guy, yeah. I think, and like, this is this is no small thing, but I think the 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 big thing people uh remember and criticize him for is is escalating the war in Vietnam. And uh well, this is Cambodia, right? Yeah, he bought yeah, I think he was responsible for the bombings in Cambodia. Um he then he got his old friend Pol Pot and hell. Yeah, which is really like just just awful. I mean that that whole uh uh era Pol was Pot. Like, yeah, right the, the, the Ted Kennedy's. Kennedy's. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, well, yeah, Pot. honestly, that's how I learned about uh so I learned um, about all my dictators was <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I, I, it was i mean I, I didn't really know much about i mean i knew about the vietnam war but then uh when i heard uh holiday in cambodia uh you know i started reading about it. i had no idea who pol pot was they start like chanting that at the end of the song and i'm like the <laughs> fuck is that and uh, i asked my dad i remember i asked my dad about it and he he like gave me a good explanation what of the- it and then i i read about it and it was just like oh it was really gruesome stuff um I don't know. I mean, he's he's like a definitely a throwback to a different era. You know, I mean, um, 
He was uh, like some weird like uh, attention getter too, right? During like the Nixon administration, yeah, Wasn't he, like, a little superstar in some fucking he, weird way. He did really kind of seem to covet the spotlight. Supposedly, uh, he was a big. He uh, loved the ladies. So I think that was the. Yeah, I don't. You know, I guess I I shouldn't say this for sure, but it seems like he was one of the first. Um, like celebrity politicos or whatever, like you know, pe- people prior to this, like you know, people knew the presidents and they knew uh that, but like in my in my memory at least, um, this was the time you know, it makes sense because TV was color TV was in everyone's house by this time, um, and they're broadcasting a lot of this stuff. It, it makes sense that he would be one of the first celebrity politicos. Yeah, the accent and everything it made him like sound a little bit exotic. And here, here's this guy, and he comes off like he's intelligent. And you know, but was it like wasn't he involved too with like everything that went on in uh, what was it Chile? Is that it with, uh, with Pinochet? And yeah, I think so. I think he just had like a really far-reaching uh, grasp on it. I, I don't he know about like his... one of the older neocons, pretty much. He was, yeah, he was um, like an old school, I guess they'd call him a paleocon or whatever. I mean, he, he was like the original paleo-con. con. Yeah, he only, uh, he, he only, he, he refused to eat anything processed. No, but they, they, like the neocons, I think, model themselves after what they now call the paleocons, like the Stone Age. Uh, it sounds ridiculous. It does sound ridiculous. But, um, you know, that worldview uh, shaped um conservative thought for a long time but and it's weird now because like henry kissinger but it doesn't work with maga you know i mean like in a lot of ways because he henry kissinger would be glad to spend a bunch of money on some foreign country you know yeah that's what he wanted to do he wanted american uh, global you know exceptionalism to spread across the globe and to like influence everything and their their big thought was they're they're fighting an existential war of you know capitalism versus communism um i mean this is the same shit it's the same thing during the iraq war we heard the same thing like oh once the iraqis see the the american freedom that we bring to them they will surely switch sides and it's such and it's like this is really just propaganda for us dumbass americans who don't realize that you know we're told these people live horribly they live in caves they live in they're not there and we're going to bring a mcdonald's and all of a sudden they're going to get to enjoy the american uh you know that we that we have here and it's complete hope bullshit they have a culture they had cities they have like their own you know it's 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 more for our dumbasses to like eat that bullshit up yeah I just it's it's weird like I I see like a lot of the modern conservatives will like look up to Kissinger and Reagan and all those conservatives that you and I grew up kind of like knowing about and hating um but like the the modern conservatives I'm using like air quotes right when, when I say that um they really don't have any there are no people like Kissinger left I mean like I guess like when Biden is I would say his... fucking what's his face is like and he's just more repulsive. Uh Trump's guy, what's his name? That that weasel. Oh uh, uh Steve Bannon and no, uh, not him. Miller. Rogers Roger Stone. Miller. Oh Stephen Miller, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say he's probably like if you look at his administration, he probably is the closest thing to a like yeah. a, a Kissinger, you know, it's just some like I don't know. Uh not to say that they are the same or they have the same beliefs or anything like that. I don't 
Yeah, no, I know what you mean. That's how it comes off. Um, you know, I, I think the joke about Kissinger over the years is just that, you know, we would see all these like beloved celebrities, especially like the joke was like, you know, Betty White dies right before 100. She dies. Uh, like all these like yeah people that, and then you see this guy and you're like, how's this motherfucker still alive? Like, yeah. What is keeping him alive? So it's kind of become like a joke. Like uh, one of the me- funny memes was uh, death at a claw machine and he keeps grabbing the wrong, like he was trying right. to get here. And then someone, I reposted, someone posted it. It said, got him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it's like so weird though. Cause it's like this guy, you know, you got to live a very long life. Yep. He got to be respected. He got, oh, he's still... a joke. It's like karma got him. No, karma didn't get, it. never got it. Uh, I mean, unless there's some personal shit that we don't know about, he, fa- as far as we know, he faced no consequences nope. for anything he did. It's uh, interesting. Robert McNamara, is that the guy? Yeah. The one who, like, repented some, on like, his second, yeah. like, uh, awakening of, like, realizing, oh, shit, I was involved with, like, this horrible project. And, yeah. like, I, I there's really not much I could do. I'm guilty or like what he 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 showed some kind of guilt. Uh, yeah, some kind of sympathy for what happened. And I don't know if Kissinger ever did. I don't. I doubt uh, it. Yeah, I, I don't think he did. Um, I think the big the big thing is that like when Kissinger kind of I guess architected or was the architect um, of that carpet bombing in Cambodia. It's just like really like ghoulish stuff you know like like um i don't know i mean i don't know how you sleep at night after having like ordered a the carpet bombing of a country you know but he slept the just kind fine, of person you know? who sleeps like that is the kind of person who is doesn't give a shit probably on one of those mattresses from that guy no, yeah yeah that's it no they're sociopaths they don't care yeah not, yeah they don't have an issue sleeping they, yeah, that's that's it. You know, that, that says it right there. They're not. They don't. They, yeah. What, what is he guilty of doing his job? That's probably how he would think. He was like, "Yeah, I did my job. This is what I was." Well, I mean, I they they justify it by saying like, "Well, we kept America safe or whatever." But like, yeah, you some didn't, bullshit. You didn't. You didn't. Yeah, actually, just... if anything, you probably made it unsafe for us. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, that's like the that's what's going on in Israel right now. Is that it's a fact? Is that Netanyahu and the Likud party is actually has proven to make Israel yeah. less safe for Israelis right. than it by their actions. I said the same thing about after 9-11 with uh, Bush and all, what they did the Iraq war. No, we make right. the world less safe by doing that. Like, it's absolutely insane. So, yeah. I mean, I ain't got a lot. I don't know 100% about, like, the history of Kissinger. It's just right. it's, it's become kind of a meme and a joke with this this fucking like fossil. I think he used to be like seven feet tall now, and, and I think he he literally shriveled up into Yoda. Like yeah, a, he was like uh, Yoda. like the bodies in the first Phantasm, where the tall man would shrink him down to like three feet tall and then ship him off to another <laughs> dimension. <things>. Yeah, <laughs> wear like Jawa hoodies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what he was slowly transforming into over the last 70 years. That's beautiful. <laughs> I guess maybe that was the price he paid. He went from being like, you know, over six feet tall to like, yeah, tall. He said he lost an inch, an inch of his height <laughs> for every thousand people he killed. Every so million people he killed. 
Yeah. He'd be really short if it was a thousand. Yeah. Woof. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Our, uh, no. <laughs> Expect some funny drawings in the next couple of people. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly, I, my gut is that, um, that he's that uh, uh, people of our age will know him and we'll talk about him a lot over the next few days. I think a lot but, of people know him just because of the meme of him, yeah, like, living people. But I think the the problem, his problem, legacy wise, is he doesn't have, um, nobody's advocating for him. Because leftists and progressives and liberals, they don't want anything to do with this guy. And all the modern conservatives are more like America first isolationists, <laughs> uh, for the most part, and don't want to cheer someone. Hillary who's... Clinton liked him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the problem is, too, is that he lived to such a long age. Because people were like, wait, he, he was still alive? Yeah. Um, that his death is inconsequential it's not gonna like it's not gonna change anything it's not gonna make a difference he lived his life he became like he got to enjoy being like an elderly statesman get paid yep. to do speeches paid to you know make appearances be respected on in the mainstream media and be a personality be invited to galas and events and like you know have probably things named after him uh, and his dying, it, like, it's a funny meme of like, ha, got him, finally. Right. But like, it, no one's life is going to be saved by his passing. No, point. and it's it's like I said, in if you had asked me on any given day, it's 50-50 if I could have remembered him as being alive or dead anyway. I think most people have kind of like written his death off as like, if not having already happened, as being like in eventuality like most people kind of assumed he was gonna i'm just glad if, mel brooks outlived this yeah, like, yeah the, right. i mean i think he's still a little younger i think he's like 97 or 98 that sounds right <laughs> but I, i'm glad that uh and dick van dyke is still alive too yeah you know? he's a good one so the uh the <laughs> he he didn't out i mean i don't again he was 100 man 100 yeah. old. that's crazy then you see those people who look like 120 and you're just like yeah. what the fuck 20 you were 120 years that's insane do you yeah. wake up like every day and you're like i don't know i guess i might die today <laughs> or do you get to the point where you reach over 100 and you're just like i clearly am invulnerable yeah I do that's the fuck i want there was a uh i had this um set of cards by chuck klosterman and it was like basically theoretical questions. They're supposed to start conversations at parties. And one of them was, at what age would you begin to think that you might be immortal? You know, like, because clearly, like, if yeah, people live to be 90, people live to be 100. But like, if you hit 125 and you're still like in pretty good shape, are you beginning to think like, I could make a run at this? I think I might live another decade or two. Yeah. Oh. Oh, right. I don't know. That's crazy. I always always think it's kind of funny though. Like if you live past like a hundred, you like you were old for like sixty years. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. like we start to go, things start to just drop after thirty. You know, it's right. just like some things you just you notice, some things you don't. You get a little older, you're like, oh, this doesn't work as well. This doesn't right. do, this isn't happening right or. Uh, that shouldn't hurt you know and then you're like do the people that live to 100 did they have that 
did they just live like that for 60 years? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it gets to the point because you look old too. So like, yeah. it'd be one thing if you lived to like 120 and you got to look like, you know, young up to like 70. Then it yeah. Was- I think that'd be weird. Like maybe, cause like, I know like bones get brittle when you get old, but maybe if you get really old, they get soft again. Like a, like when they put like a, a whole, ch- like when they put a whole chicken in a can, you know? And like... <laughs> yeah. If the wind blows, you just scatter like jet, like, like gel, like a gelatin and a windy pick. Yeah. Like yeah. Just, just like they would just shake. And then eventually pieces would start coming off. Yeah. Like if you have a lemon that you haven't used, it gets like hard after a while, but then it gets soft again. So it's like <laughs> it's maybe people are like that. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, maybe. So I saw uh I saw for all mankind. I saw for speaking of um but we were talking. Yeah. You know, actually, this is kind of in it's weird because this is like in well, a Well, you have a bunch of characters who are aging. They're like gotta be like in their 70s at this point margo and yep. ed is that his name ed yeah ed and this is honestly a, an alternate view of the world in which henry kissinger would probably still be really relevant you know like oh uh, yeah i mean the soviet union's still active but yep. i don't i think he's uh you don't ever see a mention uh probably in the first season he, he probably gets mentioned but again the iraq war i'm not the iraq war vietnam war i think ended yep. earlier in yeah. this world like everything just changed it all became about like space and like yeah i thought this week's episode which took place last friday was really great um i don't the it's weird the last episode two which was the week before had this great sequence where it was literally split screen there was like a line down the middle of the screen and they showed good old gloppy dale going through his bullshit life in the cellar of the space station. And they then they showed Danielle Poole, uh, the uh, new captain, and everything, like, she's eating caviar, and he's oh, eating, yeah, like... Oh, yeah, well, caviar, but she well, was eating better. She, she was, was eating, eating well, he was eating, like... A lobster stuffed with caviar, and he's, like, literally eating a dick sandwich. Uh, <laughs> and then... But then, and then, so anyway, but it was a great scene. Dick sandwich. But in, in this episode episode three that's it's a little more subtle but there's a scene in the middle of it where there's clearly a coup occurring in the soviet union and poor margo's just getting put through the yeah that happened her in the end too or she yeah it reminded me of another ending i swore uh, that i gotta find there was like another show there like a similar thing where a character wakes up in a different place and like they were like tortured and the new character like takes them and says come with me and they're just like and it ended exactly the way as i swore there was some show i watched they had a very similar vibe because margo was like stunned there was some dude's head was blown off right in front of her it's like hanging so she gets in the last episode margo just anyone spoilers margo is this character worked for nasa for years something happened last season and she had to defect because she was trading secrets with her friend, and Russia used it to blackmail her. And then she had to escape. I guess she used the uh, the bombing of NASA was a, a way for her to get out of there. But uh, I guess her, we've learned in this episode that uh, the, the woman who's like her protege, uh, what's her face? The one who ends up working with Dev? Um, 
I forget her name. It begins with an A. It's not Amelia. It's um, Aleda. Yeah, or something like that. She's aware that Margot's still alive because she says like she's like a traitor or something. Well, she it's weird because she and who's the who's the guy in the wheelchair that she visits? Um, the guy who's, Bill. Yeah, Is he's name, Bill? Uh, one of the older guys from like the first season. And she, I guess he got. I guess he got hurt. Yeah. Uh, well, she she says that the Soviet Union like pressured Margot, and he is like, no, oh, she's so straight funny. up They're traitor. right next to each other on IMDb. Oh, and Bill. Bill's the guy who ends up in a wheel. Who's okay. Find out in a wheelchair. It's kind of a shut-in. Aleda is the one who turned Margot in, and now Aleda feels a little mixed. She's like, well, maybe, maybe she had her reasons for doing that. Well, and then Bill's maybe like, she doesn't know if she's alive. Then maybe she just thinks of her as a traitor and thinks she's dead. I don't know. Well, in in and it's hard to tell. Like in Russia, uh, Margot tells people she t- at one point she claims to be canadian and yeah. then she asked to call the american consulate and so like it was real unclear to me as well, to like at first her she status. claimed to be canadian because the joke is it's safer to say you're yeah. american yep. and that didn't work so i guess when she got caught and then that guy was interrogating that's when everything changed and then that guy gets killed by yep. another interrogator comes did that interrogator get killed too or did he just get ordered to take her down i think i think he just leaves and we don't see him again yeah i think he gets a bag oh no he comes back and cuts her down and says bye-bye yeah yeah and then Um, she like she still has fucking blood on her and she like wakes up or you know i guess she gets driven to a place and it's clearly like it looks like it's a the like what is like nat soviet union's like nasa yeah, and you see like the cosmonaut on the front because yeah, remember like this is a totally different world. Russia landed on the moon first, so that would totally right. be a game changer for the Soviet Union. Soviet Union still exists in the year two thousand. Was it two thousand three, two thousand four? Something like it's a yeah, maybe um, twenty ten. It's 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 after two thousand. It's two thousand. I think it's like two thousand four. Oh yeah, uh, and she see the cosmonaut. It clearly looks like this was like what NASA was. And uh, whatever coup is going on, this woman, uh, you know, she's she's a higher up, but she's clearly not uh, like she's going to benefit from the coup because she gets to like work on the space, she clearly right. run the space program. And she brings Margot aboard and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I like that this woman doesn't really have like a thick accent or anything. No. And it's hard to tell. I mean, obviously, she's nicer to Margot than anyone else has been so far, but it's like, well, yeah. You you get the feeling that this is not like salvation. Would drop Margot like a yeah, like an potato. And that's that yeah, and that's what's going on in the Soviet Union is these constantly shifting power struggles. But like at the end of the episode two, you see basically the capitalist version of a coup, where Dev comes in and starts firing people left and right, fires the finance to people, finance. And it's like, it was just such a great contrast between like the two, like what a coup looks like in a capitalist country versus a communist country. Um, you know, obviously the, the capitalist one is like bloodless. Well, it's not a, it's not a government coup. It's just a coup in the, in a corporation. And it's yeah. Just the ability of owning more stocks and having but those those lines have become so 
I, I really started thinking like NASA's really gone downhill in this. We're seeing more of a NASA like we're used to in this season because there's Helios contractors on board that thing. Everything's kind of money driven. It's like it used to be that the president would just write NASA a blank check and NASA would go do science. Well, I guess that's what last season was all about, too. Or yeah. like, like all the money's going towards NASA. It's killing jobs here. Yep. It took out jabs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, so that could be it, too. And, who knows? you know, everybody always wants to fuck with yeah. stuff and try to find a way to get money for their special project or their special interest. Um, you know, they want to pay like a bunch of people to come in and rob their stores so they can collect insurance. Right. So creating an atmosphere that we live in. Like, well, this is eight, therefore, we need to. Oh, sorry. That's yeah. That's what's happening on in real life. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, the Dev comes back into the picture thanks to Alita and uh, Kelly. Kelly. I mean, I don't know. The show's good. Oh, yeah. It is funny. Last week we talked about, uh, you know, Molly. Was that her name? Or her, her husband, who was kind of like the pothead. Oh, yeah. Like, will he show up? And I said, probably not, because there's really no purpose for him. He did get brought up, though, in this He episode. got a name drop. Because yeah. Because he was, uh, there was that woman who I was like, man, is Ed going to, like, make a move on this woman, the Russian lady? Uh you remember that? And yeah, yeah. To his like little garden, and he, she has like back problems or something, and he's like, "Here, this is what I use." And mm. you know, he smokes a lot of weed. You know, he grows yeah. it. And, and uh, I guess he's not supposed to be doing that. I don't know, but uh, well, it's clearly hidden, and it's yeah. I mean, like it's clearly illegal. So. Well, I it's interesting. Like you find out more of the dynamics of the, in this season. So like North Korea has their own little area. Uh, which no one's allowed to cross. It's almost like a different yeah. country. It is literally a different country. Like, <clears throat> right? Yeah, can't just go in there. Uh, but that one guy, uh, our like, uh, Damn. I don't know, every man guy that's this season, the one who went there to get a job and it's not working out the way, and he's not making enough money. He, there's, you were introduced to this like Russian guy, like past couple episodes, and he like. You know, he has like, he, it's like almost like the joke. It's like a prison and he can get you anything in the prison. And that's kind of like what he is. You get, he has like this bar, this underground bar, and he can get people things. And he has guys that like get him stuff to Mars. It sounds pretty insane. Like, you know, the whole like, uh, he he works for the guy, but he ends up, like, yeah. it's like funny. He fucks up something on like the, the, uh, the still, yeah, the still, whatever. And that's where he goes, he, because he can, I guess his job is he, he's like an HVAC guy or something. Right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, which is like so he's super able to important. like he's able to. They were looking up to see like because they said it would be like six months until they could get another one, and that would totally obviously kill that guy's business. So he sees it. Where is there another like I don't know? It was like a filter or knob or something, and he find out there's one in North Korea. Yeah, and <laughs> that guy uh, who. The guy who was the the North Korean guy who was isolated last season that they discover was on Mars before them. You could tell he's definitely been uh, a little more influenced by outside yeah. forces. Yeah, a little westernized. Yeah, westernized, easternized, whatever. You know, because you know you have Russians on there too, and yep, but they're not living like the way are the you know the North Koreans are. So he's like, 
you know, he want what happened? He like he pretty much like wants in on it or something, or well, it was weird. Oh, he wants he, to get his wife. He tells yes. the guy, get my wife here. Yeah, he he catches Dale swapping out the thermostat, and Dale's like, You're Is gonna turn me in. I'm pretty sure the guy's name is Dale. Okay. He's like, he thought that he was gonna get turned in, and uh and the North Korean guy's like, No, I, I understand what you're doing, and I just want I, I want in on it. So uh Dale thinks he's gonna bring Lexi or whatever the guy's name, uh, a new customer, and he does, but this guy wants his wife smuggled up to the the space station, uh, yeah. which is like obviously a tall order. Um, but probably real doable, you know. I mean this is one scene where because he needs to make money, you know, he's trying to make yeah. more money and he's makes starts making like a ton more money with this guy. And I guess they have some like ATM machine where he puts the money in or whatever. Yeah. Wouldn't somebody be like, How are That's, you? Right. This is why, like, if you were doing like shady shit, this is why I like a lot of creeps and weirdos and like people who do unscrupulous stuff love crypto because right sometimes it can't be tracked it's a way to launder it's really just a way to launder money into something else so that you don't have to like you know because if you go to the bank and you start you if you take out like a thousand dollars they're gonna be like hey uh i was wondering everything okay thousand dollars for that's weird usually only take out like a hundred two hundred well anytime you make a big deposit or or withdrawal or whatever they they usually send in that information to the irs anyway i i when i saw that atm i was that's the first thing i thought is like they're gonna ask him how, how where'd you get six grand? Yeah, you know, like, like you're you make like uh, your paycheck was four hundred dollars. Yeah, what? Like how are you making this? Like that doesn't make any sense. Uh, right. Whatever. Yeah, because I was like, funny. He's like, yeah, I need to make money. I need to. Be, uh, yeah, how are you gonna send that money back to Mars? Like in well, a they, bottle, they even, a ship in a bottle. Like <laughs> they did say, like in a in a previous scene, and I thought it was real weird. I think it was episode one or two where they're like. You can do base script or this or whatever. And I was like, why the fuck bring that up? You know, but like this could, they could have been priming that plot point even back then. Like, oh, there's ways to make extra money on there. Or, or that like this is how he got caught or this is how he got away with it. You know, because they, they did make it a point in the, in a previous episode to talk about the money and how it works up there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But um, it's a great show. I I really like it. I think it's um, it's still sharp. I still kind of miss the old period pieces where they're in the '60s or '70s or '80s, just because it's it's fun to look at that well, stuff. But I do like what, where it's going too, because I do like the unknown, completely unknown territory. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's being like a, a totally different world. Um, uh, you know, that will somehow still have the same pop culture as us, though. <laughs> Well, you know. and and for a while now, they've been kind of putting it in the background that Kelly and Aleda now have for like three seasons now or two, at least, have been looking for life on Mars. You know, they're not it's not like little green man Mars, uh, but like bacterial life or microbial yeah, like life way to get water. How, the, yeah. If you discover these type of things then mars can actually be a truly livable right. planet versus like you know this thing that they have bases on but if they step out they'll freeze them die in seconds you know yeah. like uh, well and if they it i'm sure that like with a show like this that if they really did discover um alien life meaning like even if it's just a micro 
microbe or whatever, but if it had no origin on earth, then they're probably going to talk about like, well, what does this mean for religion? You know, what does this mean for what people believe? Um, what does this mean for the stuff we make up? <laughs> well, <laughs> the made up bullshit. What, this is going to get in the way of my bullshit. I don't like this. Yeah. Well, these are clearly, clearly Jesus visited Mars and gave well, it, blessed it with the water, you the water god. That was like the big plot point of that show, Contact, or that movie, Contact. That movie? Yeah. That was, was really lame. good. I thought it was yeah. good. I, that was uh, good, but yeah, that was like the joke. That's why she lost out. It was because the other guy knew how to play up. Yeah. Tom Scarrett's character knew how to play the rooms when it came to religion. It was like, that was a big pivotal thing. Right. And she was just too much of a science nerd to fall for that shit. But then she got to go anyway because, you know. Unfortunately, yeah. Tom Scarrett died because uh, of um, Gary Busey's son. Was it him or was it? Job blew it up. Who? That was Tom. Who was Matthew McConaughey in that? Yeah, he played like his, the preacher, the, uh, the, the on again, off again. Like her in the beginning, they meet and they have like a that's right, yeah, or something. And then later on, you know, he's that's like, right, yeah, yeah. Dude. I don't know. That's the good looking religious guy brought up God. We should listen to him. Um, I don't know why right. we just need to. It's very compelling. He's saying some real, real important shit here. And then he said, "All right, all right, all right." And I thought that right. that took me out of the, the movie a little bit. The other show we've been watching on Apple is uh, Monarch. Well, hold the, on. Before yeah. on. Do you think that because this had such a big ending with like the coup going on in like Helios? And then the kind of the coup going on, uh, obviously in Russia with Marco. Do you think that there's going to be like a time jump next episode? Oh, it could be like a year that, or six months. I could see like six months. That would make sense. They usually do a big time jump in the middle of the season, uh, anyway. Um, they usually yeah. do like two <clears throat> years, but I feel like this time around they won't. I feel like with the characters getting older, they only will jump like. A little bit, maybe like six months, yeah. a couple months, like you know, maybe like obviously enough time where it makes sense that they were able to smuggle that guy's wife on or something. Because remember, right. like, isn't there like still only like windows that they could travel to Mars, and it takes like a certain amount of time? No, they said that in the in the first episode, they said that the new plasma engines have made it so they don't have to rely on the Mars window. That was like, like, well, that's the first... right, because that guy goes up there pretty quickly. Yeah. And they said that they, they, it was a brief scene, but they said this new engine makes it so we can go to Mars whenever we want. Um, I think it still takes some time. I don't think it's like, you know, a day's flight, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I imagine it's still like a couple of weeks. Who the fuck yeah, knows? Something right. like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cause like, honestly, like now that Margot, like the, 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 like some things are settled now. Like a, a few big, like Margot is settled in her new state in Russia, and Kelly and Aleda have latched on to Dev for good or for ill, and he's taken back over Helios. So yeah, I'll bet you it makes sense that they would go about six months or so in the future. Yeah, we'll probably. Yeah. I could see that. Like, or maybe they do. Maybe the seasons like spread out where they do a couple little jumps here, like a couple instead of like doing a gigantic jump they do like two months here and then they do another two months so it ends up still being that kind of like two to four year span yeah. kind of doing their seasons but it's not such a harsh jump 
Right. No, I'd like that. That'd be good. Like last season, it made sense. Like, all right, we're all ready to go to Mars. And then the next episode was like a year or two later and everything. Was right. Oh, and then they all went. That was the race to Mars. It's like, we don't need to see the creation of the shit. Right, right, right. Happening. We knew how they were going to do it. And then you were able to like jump. But I feel like maybe with how things are going in this show, this season it would make more sense if they just do little yeah no they've done a they've done a good job with the pace this is one of the shows where they actually really have done a good job with i do hope it gets a fifth season because i do like clearly there is a story that was written this isn't some like you said they he had a five-year plan and i like that when you hear that because it's like then that means that it's going to be less bullshit because there's clearly like a direction they want to go in you're you're not going to get stuck with like a cousin oliver or you know, it's it's like he calls it Oliver, yeah. When he showed up on the uh, in Mars, that was well, it's so like dumb. no, we know what we're doing. We and and I think uh, if that I new remember guy right, could be like cousin Oliver. Yeah, he kind of is. Uh, if I remember right, they he sold him on the whole show. You know, like uh, yeah. Hopefully, like, I, I like I said, I just think it, I could see this show years from now having a yeah. following. If they are able to tell a nice complete story, they get those five years. I could see this show. I think it would be smart if Apple licensed it off to like Netflix or like whenever yeah. that show will just I think it'll blow up. If they put yeah, if they if they make it more widely available. Um I just looked uh on my phone real quick and uh, season five has not been confirmed, but like all the headlines say it's likely because the show well, is one who of- knows, maybe the fourth season ends in a way that we don't need it. I don't know. And if that's a, if it's still tell a compelling story and it, I I'd be fine with that too. As long as you know, we're only like, like four episodes into the season. I think what is it, like ten or twelve episodes? Usually? I think ten. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny before we move on the monarch. I saw this funny TikTok. This girl was talking about like she went on this long thing and said, like, Apple does nothing to promote their shows. They said the <laughs> only show on she's like, Yeah, I discovered this show. And I'm like, wait, it's on its third season. Wait, you have like all these big celebrities, and you're like, yeah. wait, what? Like, they don't do anything to promote their shows. Like, like, yeah, for all mankind got a little bit of promotion, and and they and then she brings up like the really funny thing is how uh, Severance is the one that got the biggest push, yeah. the most, and it's like it got all these awards or nominations, and we have who knows when the fuck we're ever going to get yeah. a season two, like, if ever. Oh my god, dude, that would be nuts. That's crazy, but I would I mean... never recommend that show to anyone. Then, if it didn't get a because nah. I would tell them like no, because they there's all these insane cliffhangers. And they're never going to be resolved, and it's just going to make you crazy because it is a—it's that good of a show that you want to know these things. Yeah, it's—it is crazy good. Uh, yeah, it's probably—it's probably not even probably. It is one of the best shows I've ever seen. No, you know, it's like top ten at least. Yeah, oh, definitely. No, I think it full. It is definitely in the top ten shows I think of all time. Almost like it was yeah. that good that first season. Like, I don't know. I'm curious what they do. Yeah, I'm me too. A, yeah. Uh, but speaking of another show that's on yeah. Apple, that I wonder if it gets, and I think it's odd that it's on Apple. It's a strange one. Like it is. Again, it doesn't feel why like why was Apple this show. not on Max? Why was this like? Well, it on Max. This makes no sense. I will say it's 
it is it would be i mean it would fit on max but like it feels like an apple show it is super slick the it's filmed beautifully well, i say it's on it, max because i think like new line well i don't know if they're like owned by wb but i think they're like you know the, the godzilla movies and the king uh skull island Con- king congress godzilla those were all like yeah. put out i think by wb so that's why i'm like why would you not have these movies right this show should be on max of all i mean i don't carry the way yeah, yeah, i watch yeah. it the way uh so yeah what do you think of the third episode i thought it was good it 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 didn't it was weird like uh, nothing major happened from what i Uh-oh. could tell i mean like they're obviously on the trail of the father uh and they go to alaska uh and you know you get the feeling that the the there are more monsters on the planet than you may have previously thought. Uh, and it was smaller, really good. Smaller, more budget-friendlier monsters yeah. ones that don't require uh, huge landscapes when because they're, right. they're only like 25, 50 feet tall versus like 400 feet tall. Yeah, most of them are, most of it's under ice. Um, but yeah, it was really good. It was It was good. I thought this episode moved more quickly. It seemed more streamlined uh and uh it did it was pretty quick i think it was my maybe shorter i will say though it was a little i felt like it was a little choppy like you know all of a sudden they're at the beach and spoilers yeah shows up and this is actually a pivotal scene that was depicted in the beginning if you watched the first godzilla movie from 2014 not the first actual first one but the first one that yeah yeah is based on they show a bombing of like Godzilla or something in the fifties, and like the guy painting the bomb and everything yeah. that is supposedly in the movie. So this all ties in together. I think it does a good job of like tethering like the universe. It'd be kind of cool if like I wonder if like well who knows what will happen. Maybe Kurt Russell will perish. You know, say like if he makes it into the next yeah um, Godzilla movie or whatever. But I uh, I have a theory. Okay, and it's. I could see this. I think that he is those kids' grandfather. That that was his son. He kind of hints at. He says like I viewed him as a son. Yeah, and you could you know he totally dig that woman, even though she supposedly yeah. the other guy. I think that he's the grandfather. You're gonna you're gonna it's gonna be revealed that he's the grandfather. Oh, right, uh, that would make a lot of sense. I mean, if he's not, he's not. It's not going to make a difference to the show. But I wouldn't be surprised if they throw that little twist in the end. He's like, yeah, I'm the grandpa. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, it is good. I I like I like that scene too of them um, on the beach, kind of in the past, uh, luring Godzilla out with a big uh, atomic bomb sandwich. Uh, but it it and it reminded me of like the it just um, happened so abruptly like oh wait godzilla's showing up mike this should feel like a bigger yeah. deal and it didn't it, it also didn't seem that big of a deal yeah it also like like i get why the uh woman uh was, was said like this is wrong we shouldn't do this and she was like sad that they uh, they tried to obliterate godzilla but like it was in her make... country also bombed like yeah it didn't make years sense for her it didn't make sense for her character like because up until that point we didn't see her care for these monsters she was studying them she was like in awe of them but like 
to all of a sudden for her to be like um you know emotional about it, i was like well wait what why is this happening you know what i mean I like, feel like she a knew lot what of they were gonna do right water and it'll make sense more as Could the be. season goes on Could i will be. just say that if i was the reaction i think the other thing is my issue with it the reaction to godzilla was not big enough like yeah yeah like they i mean they knew that there was some kind of monster they discovered the footprint right that there had to have been something that was that huge and they're like standing in it but like i don't know like the one general says magnificent but it's yeah. bombing but I, i'm just saying like dude if i was one of those soldiers and i saw a fucking right like 400 foot dinosaur come out of the water and then roared i feel a yeah. more like what the fuck is that yeah. you know like a right? little more not yeah, I think I'd lose my cool a little bit. You know, like yeah. when I was a kid, I went over to my friend's house and I saw a flat faced cat for the first time. And I'd never <laughs> seen one of those before in my life. And my reaction was like, what the fuck is <laughs> that? So if I saw like a 400 foot flat faced cat, yeah, I would probably react a little more. Yeah, I'd be like, a little more animated. Like, oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd be that one actor that they that one extra they would fire and be like no nah, this is a little too much yes i would i, would I get cool. it they're in the military and they have to be cool right right that's not normal you don't see 400 foot monsters well maybe maybe they maybe that wasn't the first time they'd seen it because you're right that maybe they're telling it a little bit out of order and maybe they've been I'm tracking like, are they aware i, I i'm mm. like did they mention this monster in the second episode? Like, hey, yeah, this is thing that exists. Because I was also like, how did that guy know to draw Godzilla yeah. on the bomb? So clearly, we're gonna find out like a year before right. there was some interaction, or they spotted it somewhere else. Did he yeah. destroy something somewhere else? Like, I don't know. It did. It was a cool scene though, in that it was like those you see like archival footage where they were detonating nuclear weapons at the bikini atoll you know like uh you see see you know old footage of that you know um and i thought that was kind of a good parallel but it's a good show it's it's a good show but i don't 100 percent know why i like it other than it's just like a good fun show you know i mean yeah. it's uh uh but i'm real curious to see where it goes and i could definitely see it getting another seat i could see them doing a whole bunch with this show so yeah well, I mean, I like it. The ending was cool. We got to yep. what's his face guest starred this episode. Uh, the actor who plays uh, was he chosen or something for chosen? Oh, yeah, from, uh, I think you're Overkai, right. Karate Kid too. Yes. Uh, spoilers. He, uh, I don't think he he made it past this episode. He definitely appears to die in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they do make some. They bring up like an interesting fact though. Like Kurt Russell's character should be like. Like they said, are are you like a hundred years old? You look great. How are you? Yeah. He make, he makes some joke about how he has good genes, but there I've seen like theories being floated around. Like clearly he's exposed to something because he's around these like titans so much. They call them titans and everything. Yeah. That something rubbed off, and that's why he has like he's almost like he lives a longer life, or you know, he looks like a guy who's like in his late 60s like right 
versus someone who should be like in his mid to late 90s. Well, they do they do keep throwing that theory of teleportation around and you could see like him like getting teleported with a Titan and that causing some sort of time dilation. Oh, um, we'll find out as the yeah, show goes on. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, that was like as cool as we see Godzilla. I just thought it was a little odd of like they were just like yeah. Yeah, said, yeah, he's a, he's like a mile or two away. He's not gonna affect us, right? Yeah, he's we're okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, we we watched your foot lizard. It's gonna take him a while to get here. We watched another show. You told me about it, and um, I'd been meaning to watch it, but then I finally did watch it. Uh, the what is it? Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim takes off. Is that what they're calling this one? I think so. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, they they got. Hold on. Yeah. I got to turn off the heat. It's not here. It was a reboot. Um, I th- it was difficult for me to, to figure. Uh, there was a Scott Pilgrim graphic novel for a long time. And then they made that movie. Yep. Uh, and then now this is a miniseries and they're all variations on the same story that threw me at well this one i mean it you feel like when you first start watching you're like okay this is gonna be like like i'm gonna be familiar with it because of the movie and this is clearly gonna go more in depth because it's gonna adapt more of the comic but that changes in like episode two no and end episode one you're uh, spoilers this is like, like an anime cartoon in the style. It's done in the style of uh, the book. Uh, you know, it's, but they got all the original, vo- I think they got pretty much all the original voices from the movie. If like, not, they got most of them. And yeah. it feels like stylistically, I know it's, it's not an exact fit, but do you ever watch that? Um, they call it like Fooly Cooly. It was FLCL. Did you ever watch that anime? I don't remember. It it reminds me a lot of that. It okay. feels if and I I'm not a huge anime fan, but I loved FLCL. They made one series, and then recently they made like a second and third one. But that original series, maybe the six episodes or so, were so perfect. The music, all the little elements, remind me of uh, of this show. Remind me of FLCL, uh, and it. So- it yeah, go ahead, sorry. Oh, I just say it nails that 90s vibe. Like, it really does. So the the big, sh- you know, it follows everything. He meets Ramona. They get it on and everything. And then it's the day of, like, his show, his band's playing. Yep. And uh, that guy shows up. The first, the, he's like the, he's a, he was like the Indian guy who kind of did, like, uh, like, it was like a Bollywood scene. Like, he was yeah. sick and everything. And they have dancers, demons show up. Yeah. Except he, you're. We are led to believe that he he killed Scott Pilgrim. Right. He punched him and he turned to coins, and so Scott Pilgrim's dead in the first episode. And you're like, what? And it yeah. just changes the entire show completely. So the the movie, the show, everything. It's like so that character beats him, ends up signing the challenge. Um, Jason Schwartzman's character, who is yep. supposed to be the main bad guy, Gideon ends up beating him and he ends up becoming the most powerful character and and there's like that plot going on and then ramona ends up trying to find out like she i guess she realizes that he's not dead that he was like 
portaled out or something. Yes. And there's like, so you get to meet all these characters now from like different perspectives, like it focused on Ramona a lot. And uh, which I could see some uh, chuds getting upset about. But I would imagine the kind of people like Scott Pilgrim are not the kind of people who would get upset about like uh, diversity. Yeah, it's it's a pretty uh yeah, it's not like super diverse or anything, but it's a very like liberal mindset type of it doesn't seem like the same kind of person who would like Scott Pilgrim like would yeah, I yeah. just don't see that. I, I I think that person who would watch this would be like the first maybe be thrown back for a second, then be like, Yeah, hey, this is kind of cool. So then you you know, the interaction with the uh seven ex-boyfriends of uh you know, the one yeah, girlfriend evil exes. Uh, uh, or Anne from uh, Rested Development, who was <laughs> the ninja, yeah. um, is that you get to see these characters more fleshed out and they're like just people. They're not like these, they're not so ridiculous. They're not evil. Yeah. They're not really evil. They're, you know, they get to be their own characters and they all kind of move on. And it, everyone's like almost better off. And then you find out later, it's not until like the sixth episode that you find out what happened. It's to late. Pilgrim. Yeah. And it, I thought, I thought this was a cool little twist. Instead of, because everybody else, you get to see an older Ramona Flowers, and it's still voiced by, um, what's her face? Mary um, said, uh, "Yeah, yep." Uh, who was recently in Ahsoka? Yeah, she played that lady with the green tails on her head. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that you find out he's like taken to the future, and you meet an older Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. And it's voiced by instead of being voiced by um, what's his name Michael, Michael Sarah, it's voiced by Will Forte, which yeah. I thought was like a it's a good little trick because by doing that it makes him almost into a, a different character, different character, and, yeah, yeah. And Will Forte has a really good ability of making truly pathetic people char- like characters playing like characters that are just kind of pathetic. He's really well, good he was in. That. The last man on earth right that was him yeah that, that was, was a great yeah. show yeah that show was funny uh he was in that movie recently that i can't say it was good or bad it was a movie called strays it kind of follows a dog and his dog friends and they talk okay. and everything and he plays like a shitty owner he's he's great in it so yeah it's revealed that so you find out he's like the bad guy this older Scott Pilgrim. Right. And then they show him 10 years later and he looks like a Street Fighter character. He's like ridiculous. The Will Forte yeah. character. Yeah, he ends up being like kind of like a, just a different character. You know, it's supposed to be the same guy. So I thought that was like a good little twist of like separating him from Michael Sarah's character. Yes, I agree. And he becomes this more ridiculous character. And it, it's actually almost interesting. It kind of reminded me like they were borrowing from there was a storyline in the Hulk where they introduced this bad guy called the Maestro. And the Maestro is this evil dictator in the future. He's the Hulk. Yeah, yeah okay, right. But he's like a different character. Like he's just he look even Changed though he's so much, big, yeah. he just he sounds like Will Forte, which was weird when I was made in <laughs> the comic. No. Right. It was really cool, but they did a good job of like, even though like, yeah, that's the Hulk. It felt like a different, a totally different character. It didn't just look like Hulk with a beard. It was like something about it. Just he didn't. Yeah, he was like a different character, and that's the kind of I feel like whoever had to kind of borrow from that and other whatever. No. Um, it was cool. I, I enjoyed it. I got really into it. Like I ended up burning through them pretty quickly. Like, uh, you know, they're like twenty minutes long. Yeah, they're so it was like under a half hour. Long. 
So, I mean, you can knock it out pretty quick. Uh, and it, I, I liked it. And it was awesome that they were able to get, like, Brie Larson. I, I'm pretty sure. What's his face? Yeah, that was Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Yep. They all came back. And it's interesting, too, because, you know, it wasn't like a movie that was, like, a huge financial success. It did okay. It was – it did not – I think they probably thought it would have done better. I always called it like the, I called this movie like a Comic Con movie. Where yeah, I can see that. It was like announced at Comic Con, everyone goes nuts, and they're like, yeah, yeah, and they think it's like the best thing because there's like thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people in attendance. But it's like, yeah, but it, you know what? In the day, it's still super niche. Yeah, well, for sure. So um, it was awesome though that they were able to make this. That the people who were attached to this project liked it and believed in it and uh enjoyed working on it that they were willing to come back and do the cartoon i thought that was like really yeah. awesome. it seemed like what they say like a labor of love you know uh it, it was great it was a lot of fun um i think they must cool. have fun working on it because i could just imagine if like it wasn't a good experience yeah no one or who knows yeah. maybe they signed some insane ironclad project and this was considered the sequel that everyone was supposed to do if it was successful i don't know i don't fucking know i'm not I do know I like I really like the idea of taking a story and telling it different ways. Like I like that they did a new version of the old story rather than a new story. You know what I mean? I think that's pretty clever. I like that. Um I think it's also cool that like if you look at this this was a comic book and then it was a live action movie and now it's a animated series. I mean I think that's kind of really the cool. Series goes it, it gives you like a whole new product. I thought yeah. when they announced that this was just going to be like, okay, this is probably going to be just a longer version of the movie, but more true to the more true to the book, like a more a closer adaptation because they have more time to work on it. Right. But that's not the case. It ended up being just a completely different thing, and that's awesome in itself. And it gets to kind of live on its own, yep. and you don't really end up you don't really compare it to the movie because it just stems off in a different direction. Yeah. Um like the the villains all some of them become friends. Like it's kind of funny, you know. Uh I like young Neil becomes like a yeah. director. He somehow yeah. like, but one of the there was like a funny little gag, the director of the movie. No, he was the writer of the movie. The director of the movie was voiced by like Kevin McDonald from I was like, I'm like, listen, I'm like, I recognize that. Oh like, yeah, from Kevin Kids McDonald, of the Wall. Kids of the Wall. And it is in Canada. So that's right, sense. yeah. Huh. You know what his name was though, the director? I don't remember. Well, there's Edgar Wright who made that the movie. Yeah, his name was Edgar Wrong. Oh, <laughs> so that's stupid! Funny. <laughs> his name was Edgar Wrong. Yeah, I like that. That is like it. pretty funny. It's um, definitely worth. You will know in the within the first episode if it's worth your time to continue. I right when I watched I'd the first episode, I was like, I, it, I'm in. Give it, give it two episodes. Don't yeah. just shut it off after the second one. Like, it gets so good. Like. I saw some people like make their own little, little shitty comments or whatever. I don't care. So sure. I enjoy it. Am I going to go back and rewatch it? I doubt it, but I really don't go back and watch a lot of shows. Yeah, it's, it's rare. rare for me to do that. Like movies, I'll go back and watch. It's very rare. They'll go back and watch a show. It's yeah. like, it's got to be something exceptional or whatever. But I enjoyed it. Like I said, if you like the movie and you like the the, the book, the books right. I never read the end. I never read the books. I, always, I never did either. I yeah. always kind of found them annoying looking when I saw them, the graphic novels. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Now that I've seen this and saw the movie, I still have no interest in reading the comics, but whatever. Uh, 
I I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, and it, I looks, think... it looks great too. The animation's great. It's really well done. Music's it fantastic. Like they, they look like they put some money into it. Like as <laughs> simplistic as it looks, sometimes it doesn't. It's like it's really good. Yeah, it, no, it's it's nicely done. I like uh, every day when they would show Ramona change her hair, hair color, and, yeah, and then like the cat would go like. <laughs> but did yeah. you like the ending though, when she kind of just showed her hair, her like? She just it was I guess she's actually blonde or it's from the bleach. She only she only put like a little bit of dye in I it. got the feel I I thought she bleached it or that that, that well it was like always her. bleached. That's how she changes the dye. That's, That's why it's vibrant, but she doesn't she doesn't add like another yeah. color yet. That manic like, pixie color. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. I thought I thought the whole thing was really good. Um, I like that her bag was like a portal, and like yeah. Scott's head was in there. Like yeah, funny. yeah. Some of that stuff got a little cute for me. It um, was definitely on the cute side. Yeah, but it was good. I mean, in a good way, I guess. Like, so. like I liked how things were different too. Like, uh, like Envy Adams, she looked more like an anime character than a like. Than she did it in the movie. Like Brie, yeah. she didn't look like Brie Larson. She looked, and I think that's how really how she looks in the cartoon or whatever. I mean, the comic that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was pretty yeah. funny. The vegan powers. I always thought that was kind of funny. I liked yeah. it in the movie when uh, he, you find out he breaks the rules and the vegan police show up. Yeah, <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, I think the movie was. I don't know if it was like ahead of its time or it was just too niche. I don't know. Like there are probably like people who like, you know, the kind of people who liked Iron Man were not gonna like Scott. Yeah, Pepper. I think the kind of people that liked Buckaroo Banzai liked. Oh, they would love. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. Buckaroo Banzai is weird. Yeah, I was at well, the story weird. the other day. We were talking to the, uh, one of the guys, younger guys, who worked there, and we were talking about RoboCop and how good it was, right? And yeah, I was yeah. like, you have to see RoboCop. Like, make right. time, go watch it. Like, you will not regret it. And he's like, I don't know. I have other people who like. Recommended me Buckaroo Banzai. I'm like, no, no, don't fall for that trap. Don't fall for that trap. Buckaroo Banzai did not hold up well either. It's I tried watching that with Roger years ago, and the yeah. beginning was like awesome with like they're the band. But man, after like 20 minutes, that thing was like a slog, and I had no idea what the fuck was going on. It, and yeah, it was weird. But I said, no, no. If you only have a limited time to watch something, don't fall for the Buckaroo Banzai trap. Yeah, it's not Such a weirdos like, out there who love that movie thinks it's incredible. Like it's, I give it like credit for what it is, but I would never tell someone like, "Oh, this is amazing." I'm not going to do that. I'll say I kind of find weird. I, you might enjoy it. I feel that way now about Repo Man too. I loved Repo Man. I still like Repo Man a lot, but oh, if it gets you've so weird it, after a yeah. while. Like, if you watched it recently, it's like. I don't know if it's it's one of those yeah. movies where the beginning's really good and they do a good job of like kind of developing the world. But then yep. like after the first half, it just kind of still like kind right. of fall apart and the story meanders. But Robocop oh, is yeah. a perfect 90 minutes. Yeah. And you will not regret watching it. I mean, unless you don't like violence. Right. Or right. good and... movies. Maybe you don't like good movies. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I'm no, just saying, Rob... like, I would never do that to somebody who, like I would warn them and say. No, this is a this movie's a little weird. Like, will you like it or not? I don't know. I can't gauge. I'm not going to tell you it's good. But yeah. like, Robocop, I have no problem telling you you're going to like it. It's yeah. only you know, like I said, unless you're you do not like squibs, which right. is the the blood shooting out when they shoot. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. 
Peter Weller's got like a bunch of great movies. Screamers he's in that well. movie too, which is kind of funny. He's in Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, I would just tell him the watch. You know what? I'd say I'd go even further. You know what's really good? Watch Naked oh. Lunch. You'll, you'll yeah. regret a minute. Watch that. Don't watch Robocop. Watch Naked Lunch. <laughs> Naked Lunch. Uh I would say Screamers <laughs> is his other big one that was yeah, really, that, really that good. That one's okay too. Robocop. Yeah. I always oh, love yeah. that the Simpsons when him and they'll ask us see naked lunch and they leave and they're like, <laughs> yeah, Nelson. Dude, is I like... remember when I was a kid, like seeing like Fangoria magazines and like they would show yeah. like monsters on the cover, and I was like, oh shit, it's like some crazy horror movie. And I just remember watching it and being like, it's not really that. Yeah, the book like, was there's definitely some monster looking things yeah. like. The anus or vagina typewriter or whatever yeah the book was just crazy the book was so profane uh and um real rough that's where steely dan got their name from uh steely dan is a vibrator in oh I Naked think he, Lunch. yeah yeah oh. that's wrong anyway that's so all right so uh, yeah. so if you like the movie and then maybe you read the book i highly recommend the cartoon i yeah. can't if you haven't seen any of them i i feel like you need to see to really enjoy this, you have to see the movie or read the comic. Because yeah. you do need that point of reference of the original content for this to work 100%. If you go into this, watching this, it makes no sense. I think you're right. And I think you should start with the movie. Oh, yeah. I haven't read the comics. I think you should, well, if you start with a movie, though, the miniseries works so much better is like a response to yeah you really film. can't that if there's a flaw that's it yeah because it cannot i don't think it could work on its own you could watch it on its own it's, it'd be fine on its own but like you won't i think a lot a lot of it just won't have the same impact it won't have any of the impact the whole impact no. is like it's the weird things like scott scott pilgrim everyone says scott pilgrim's an idiot and he really is. He's kind of a crappy person. You know, I mean, like, yeah, he's in like general. He's like, uh, he like mooches off his friends. He like, yep. he's like kind of mind messing with a 17 year old girl. 17 year old know? girl. He doesn't, yep. yeah, he, he handles everything poorly. And in the film, the the movie, live action movie, it, he still comes across as kind of lovable and you're rooting for him. But like, this puts a lot of that into perspective where like scott pilgrim is just he's the MacGuffin of this new series you know yeah. he's just a device to make other things happen yeah uh, so yeah it's, it's 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 good him leaving the picture ends up like uh <laughs> improving everyone's life in some way yeah honestly <laughs> yeah. like it really yeah. does like you, you really kind of get the idea like um that yeah he was he was an idiot like and a kind of a crappy person and uh i don't know i think i think the more i'm thinking about it the more i agree with you that like yeah you watch the film first then you watch this mini series yeah you need you need to or you need to have you just need to have a point of reference you need to like right. know enough about it that when you watch the book the cartoon it's like it's like oh yeah okay yeah yeah right. you know, i haven't seen i probably saw it my son a couple of years ago um I don't know. I think it still holds up for what oh, it yeah. is. Yeah, I do too. All right. So speaking of some other stuff, uh, yeah. I know we spent a lot of time. The the political stuff, I feel like these are a lot of these things are shorter. 
Um, I mean, I don't have much to say about this. It's more just like a comment, but like Five Nights at Freddy, I watched it on Peacock. I didn't even realize it was coming out of the theater. Like I have Peacock. Yeah. And like you could watch it the same day it came out of theater. So I just figured, okay, they're just dumping this. And then I find out like the next, you know, over the weekend, the movie did gangbusters. Like even right. though if you had Peacock, you just watch this at home. Still made it made like 70 million um, in the United States and it made like 120 million. Now, the thing is, and we talked about this in previous episodes, if this was a Marvel movie that made like 70 million, it would be yep. considered dud. But because this movie only freaking cost 20 million dollars, not even 20 million dollars, it was 20 million Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Fosbear bucks, Foz bucks. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, well, that's studios love that well, I'll tell you. high profit. And honestly, so all these fucking things really, I mean, I don't want these, uh, you know, I, I don't think a Marvel movie should be 20 million, uh, just because depending on what it is, like we talked about this before we before the podcast, you know, there's talks about blade. I, if I was the studio, except for like committing to like whatever salaries, I would say this movie should only cost. 50 million to make yeah blade should be like one of the more low budget movies and the joke is if you if it if you give it an r rating and it's considered like a horror movie yeah. it will be one of the more profitable marvel movies ever made because people love horror movies they always yep. tend to do well they tend to have a lower budget and it, it does they always have a higher impact and i just you know it's like the joke is like marvel only has one movie next year deadpool yeah. 3 and I think it's still going to be R-rated. It's probably going to do really well. Yeah. No, I think yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. Um, I think that's a good strategy for like a movie like Blade. Uh, I didn't know anything about this Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, I asked my daughter over the weekend, you want to go see a movie? And she said, yes. And I said, what do you want to see? And I gave her a bunch of options. Oh, so you I saw it in the theater. You didn't watch I it. I did. On- no. And we have Peacock. We, I mean, we have Peacock, so I could have watched, and I even told her, I was like, look, we can watch this for free right now. You know, we can we just walk save into the other daddy, Save daddy a cool 20. Come on. So Come on. anyway, so we go see the the movie. She's like, I want to see Five Nights at Freddy. She just saw- dollars later. <laughs> she saw The Nun Part 2, like the week before. She's all into horror movies now. Fun. So- uh, yeah. We went to the theater and we saw it at the, the AMC place right up the street where uh, you used to go as well. And um, they had they empty that trash can from like <laughs> no. Well, you know what they had is they had a bunch, a whole bunch of leftover Taylor Swift merchandise, and so they were doing large buckets of popcorn in this Taylor Smith. Are uh, you serious? Yeah, and the popcorn was like two bucks. You got this giant thing of popcorn for two bucks. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, I'm hundred uh, percent serious. So we saw it in the theater, and I'll tell you, the theater. This was a, I want to say a Saturday night around eight so it's like it's prime movie time theater was half full or half empty i guess depending on depending on your i mean for a movie that's been out for a bunch of weeks that's yeah amazing Uh, for a movie that's been out for a couple weeks and is currently on a streaming network you know like that was a big gamble i i thought like peacock was just like nah we don't know if this is gonna do well we're gonna put it on peacock as well and now people want to see in the theater i thought that was crazy my kid wanted to see it in the theater and we went and I'll tell you, like, look, did I like the movie? The movie was a movie, but I really, really loved. And part of it was probably just that I saw it in the theater, but it was like, 
I used to see movies like this all the fucking time. These PG-13 horror movies that were scary, but kind of funny, but like not threatening, but like some jump scares and a little menacing stuff. And I thought it did a good job of kind of getting that vibe. And it also was a weird movie in that it felt like an 80s movie because no one had cell phones all the tech was like old vcr the guys even like putting a vcr in a thing um everything was like 80s you know and and i and it wasn't like over the top 80s like uh you know everyone's wearing like 80s clothes it felt like a modern movie in some ways but it also felt like an 80s movie filmed in the 80s so i thought that was cool i thought it was kind of a cool vibe to the whole thing cool yeah i mean like I thought it was okay. Maybe if I saw it in the theater, I would have liked it better, but we watched it at home. And I don't know. I, I, I my complaint was I just felt like uh, they made the monsters out to not be good guys in the end, but like they were sympathetic characters. They're, you're too sympathetic to them too early in the movie. Like I yeah. felt like they made by doing that, you also make these things less threatening and they should be horrific. Like, yeah, you find out in the end that like, oh yeah, these are all like dead children's like spirits trapped inside these things. I would still say like, it, like it should have been a little more like and revealed to the end that okay, we're a little more sympathetic to these things. Right, but way too early in the movie. I I just felt like by doing that, yeah, like what's his face was pretty horrific. Matthew Lillard's character that was yep. that was a good casting him. Um, his like bunny rabbit, what the fuck it was was. His character was yeah. pretty good looking and he ends up getting like kind of turned into one in the uh spoilers. See, it's yep. kind of turned into one in the end. And it's pretty gruesome what how it happens. They don't really show yeah. it. They they were gonna do it to like one of the kids earlier in the movie, or yeah, like put her in the thing, and there was like a doll character, she's from the game too. And they were probably gonna turn her into that. And you see it like crushes and kills them and like kind of traps them inside of yeah. the, these like I don't know. I, kids supposedly loved it, though. They understand the lore. I, I knew I had the. I worked on the license when I worked at this company, so I did a bunch of T-shirts for it and stuff like that. Back like couple like, fuck, how many years ago was it now? Like five years ago, six years yeah. ago. Um, and you know, I just didn't. Know. I just figured it was like a game where you're trying to like evade like these. You know, you're working at this place, you get tricked into working in, and these things come to life, and you have to kind of like hide from them. Kind of like one of those type of games, yeah. but there's like a whole lore to it, and I don't know. I think that was like one of the complaints people had was that they said it was like it's too lore heavy, but I don't know. It still did really well. I and didn't did, know. And, yeah, I didn't know I anything see, about the lore. It made sense. It, I can know. see studios just looking at this movie, kicking themselves, being like, "Okay, we were spending billions of dollars on these movies, and we didn't turn a profit all." And here comes this one movie. And it cost twenty million. People ate it up, yep. and it, it turned a profit. And then I guarantee you, it won't have probably not till next. It won't be next year because a lot of these projects are already made. But don't be shocked if like you start seeing movies with lower budgets in like twenty twenty five. Like you know, you, if a movie costs two hundred fifty million to make, it has to make like triple that to be considered profitable in any way like the marvels came out and that movie is considered a massive flop it still made millions of dollars but doesn't matter 
because it costs like 250 300 million to make which is insane it's a lot, i don't know yeah. where the money's going like it looked good but because i saw that movie and um uh, it looked good but i'm like am i seeing all that on screen i don't yeah. i don't know well yeah no i think i think that's probably true that these mid mid price movies are going to make a a run for it. You're just going to uh, see studios doing more of them. And the thing is, I think it it forces more creativity when you have to have like work with less of a budget. Yeah, and you know some of the best horror movies, some of the best most pivotal scenes I've ever seen as a kid was when you see the monster for just three seconds on the screen. Oh yeah, is like it being this. CGI characters jumping around everywhere. Now, I still want some of that too, but I'm just saying there's something to be said about that. Less is more, and yeah, having for sure impact, like visual impact of like seeing something on the screen for just like a second or two. Um, I don't know. I I think uh, I just think it's gonna change things. I'm not saying that we've had low budget movies that do well all the time. Like it's usually horror movies, but I feel like this is different because it's like kind of based on like a property that has like toys and stuff yeah when shot like like i said if i was marvel and i was looking at like the stuff from they're making and i think a good example is blade i would be like there's i don't need to see like a giant field with like 500 people fighting right no a big battle in the end like i feel like shang chi like i enjoyed that movie but it did not need that in the end it could have just been uh another awesome fight scene uh, right in a in a smaller location. Could have been like at a shipyard, or, or yeah. you know what I mean. Like that. yeah, that would have made good sense. Site that it was on a bus. I don't know. Could have been like it could have been. Who knows? It didn't. It didn't need to be this CGI field with like thousands of like things shooting arrows and lasers at each other. Like, and we talked about this before the podcast. Like End Game, you could say like, oh well, they're just trying to recreate the End Game ending. Yeah. And that's like on the field and there's a big CGI about, but like that was different because you, all the characters there, you knew, and there was like a natural emotional attachment. It was built up from the movie before. I just, I don't know. I think they need to, they don't need to have these like ridiculous scenes anymore. No, they, make them not, smaller. But not every movie needs to have that. Like, I don't know. It's just, um, we'll see what happens. I, I just think that like, you know, I keep hearing people saying like, "Oh, the superhero movies are done." That's bullshit. That's no, bullshit. they're they're not done. They're uh, not done. You know what? Uh, the Marvels was like a weird movie because it was like, I think if it came out a week later and the actor strike ended, because the actor strike pretty much ended, the actors were able to promote their movies. Yeah. This movie, the actors still could not promote their fucking movie. Like, if you got to see like the girl who played Miss Marvel promoting the movie, right? I think it would have gotten more people in the seats. I think probably it the it it felt like like I I enjoyed it. It's definitely not like I would say it's like a mid tier Marvel movie. Yeah, okay, it's that's fair. Terrible. I don't think it belongs in like the bottom ten or bot. I don't know. I always find those weird. Anyway, it's it's fine. Uh, but let me tell you, it again, Secret Invasion should have just been ignored because they yeah. don't fucking mention it there's like no mention i'm like does this take place before secret invasion yeah i have no idea 
Nick Fury is just cool and fun in this. You would not know. Like, right. There's no mention of his wife. There's no mention of like, oh yeah, there's uh, like squirrels that are out of control. Carol, maybe we need to do something about that. No. Right. Like, nothing. It's like <gasps> complete disconnect. It's like as if the show never happened. Yeah. And I really was wondering how much it would tie into this. Nope. Nothing. Well, nothing. yeah. Nothing. I think I may still go try to see the Marvels in the theater. Um, I'll I'll see how it goes. You know, maybe I'll try to get there this weekend. Uh, it looks good. I'll bet you it's good on the large screen. Um, have one of those two dollar Taylor Swift buckets. Yeah, it's like right. the you know last week you're 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 crying about them charging ten dollars for a bottle of water. Well, seriously, water. this year this time you got Taylor Swift bucket. Popcorn for two bucks. That's pretty well. Good. I felt yeah. I felt stupid because I bought a, an adult <laughs> ticket and a kid ticket, which total was twenty bucks. And then um, we go up to the thing, and I get a slushy and a large popcorn for my kid. And I guess I had like five dollars credit on my AMC, you know, stubs or whatever account. Yeah. And so the bill at the concession stand was literally like three dollars, and That's because crazy. like. Yeah, and uh, so I felt great, you know, going into the theater. Maybe that's probably why I was in a good mood to see the movie too. It felt like <laughs> you're like I don't even care what it was. Was, right. there, was he a bear? I don't know. And show me right. a test pattern for two hours. I just paid like three dollars at a concession that's stand. All you it's, care about? <laughs> it's awesome. Spend five times at that at like a high school football game or something. You know, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I could just see like, I, I it would not shock me if you start hearing like stories about smaller budgets and stuff yeah. like that. I think that'd be a positive step. You know, I, I'd rather see, I'd rather see a bunch of available movies of varying quality or whatever than like this all my eggs in one basket approach that they've been taking, where they like sink. 300 million dollars in like four years into a movie that may or may not fire you know well it's again it's like you know save 100 million you don't need to have that big stupid battle scene save that for like your secret wars or avengers movie right like avengers makes sense that's the one that has all the heroes in it that that should be the one that like of course it makes sense we need this grander field and like all the characters can like the, yeah, the bond. point of an Avengers movie is an ensemble, you know. So yeah. yeah, so it makes sense. That's your goal, but like your solo movie does not need to have a big battle on no. a field. Like I don't know. I uh, we'll we'll see. I I, yeah. I just would not shock me if the next couple of years, the way things are going, that studios just they're gonna like yeah really cut back, dial that back. Because someone brought up a good point said like in like 2019, Disney had seven movies that made a billion dollars. And then this year, they even Guardians didn't crack a billion. Yeah. And that's an expensive fucking movie. That's yep. considered their biggest hit. But it actually the joke is, I guarantee you, they're sitting there going, no, that was a failure. Yeah, too. There's a lot of actors in that, a lot of CGI, a lot, yeah. So I'm just curious. Well, no, I mean, it's still, I think it, I'm sure it cleared a profit for them, but like, it's not, you know, they have these like ridiculous numbers. I just think it's insane though. Like you can't release Endgame and expect Endgame results for every movie right. you put out. 
after. No, that's yeah. insane. That's not going to happen. No, it's going to be ebb and flow to that. What? There's going to be an ebb and flow to that. There's, you know, some will do better than others. I, uh, well, real quick before we move on to like, um, you know, real yeah. life stuff, uh, they announced that, uh, this is for Marvel, they announced the guy who wrote Loki, the Loki yes. series. He's going to be writing, and I guess that means they're actually still going through with it. Uh, the Kang Dynasty and the Avengers, uh, I don't know, whatever, the Kang Dynasty and then Secret Wars, whatever. This yeah. guy's supposedly writing it. And I think that's great because then yep. he's real good. I feel like there might, well, we'll see. I'm not on some wood. Uh, if there's actual cohesion between yeah. these, uh, you know, between these movies and like what we saw in Loki and all that, um, that'd be cool. Yeah. Know? No, I, I got a good feeling about it. I think it's a good choice. Um, yeah, I think it's a natural fit for me. So, I'm and uh, I it. mean, the characters were great in Loki, like they interacted yep. well with each other. Dialogue seemed smart, not dumb, you right. know, and, and funny, but funny at like the right times, not like, <laughs> yeah, funny just to be funny, you know, like, um, you know, there were scenes where like I the ending of Loki season two is emotional, it was yeah. Great. Oh, yeah, no, it was good, mm. yeah. I feel like that's a show I'll probably go back. Well, I got rid of Disney Plus, so I can't do it right now. I'll get it again eventually. I might get it right when What If comes out. I want to see What If. Yeah, I can see. I can see rewatching uh, Loki. I can see rewatching Loki seasons one or two. You know, to be honest. Yeah. No, I would. Re I would definitely rewatch that before the Kang Dynasty came out. Yeah. Or whatever. But I'm really curious if they're really going to keep what's his face. Mm, we'll see soon. I just. Uh, what's his name again? Jordan? No, uh, Jordan. Uh, oh, I I could have told you had you not asked. Uh, <laughs> had you not made me think for a second, right? Um, Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Um, if he's innocent, which no, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. I just don't know if, like, if you're like having issues already if the studios are having issues they're looking at like okay well we had him in ant-man that was like the big joke it seemed like they made some bad decisions in that ending. yeah like yeah we knew they were powerful ants but in the end of the day they were still ants, ants. they were ants and he got pummeled by a bunch of ants right because in the beginning of during the movie when you first meet him and he's talking to paul rudd he's talks about how he basically has fought the Avengers a bunch yeah. of times and has defeated. He's like, are you the one with the hammer? I'm like, He's like, he's fought them in the past in yeah. some other, and he's defeated them. So they're kind of already building him up to be like this insanely powerful character. Right. That's true. Hmm. I don't know. I just think like I still want Kang as a villain. I'm just curious though, do you do you keep him? Because mm. let's say the movies don't do well. The right. last thing you want is, I mean, I guess you can, it's fucked up. You can use them as a scapegoat, <laughs> which studios love. Did you see what that girl from Miss Marvel said? The mm -hmm. Marvels? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. this is brilliant. Let me see if I can find her quote. Uh, hold on. Yeah, yeah. I have not seen, I don't think I've seen much about this. Uh, so, this okay, her name is Iman Vel Velani. Okay. Uh, 
let me see if I can find it. She yeah. asked about like the movie, like not not really doing good or something, and she basically. Uh, let me see if I can find her. It was pretty funny. She basically just said, "Like I enjoyed working on the project. I don't have any control over what happens." If you, this is a question for Bob Iger. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> the brilliant line. I mean, I think she's only like eighteen in real life, or whatever. Very brilliant. Like, yeah. why the fuck? Is, like, she should not be liable for the movie. Like, no. you say a flop. Go talk to fucking Bob Iger. He's the mm. money guy. Yeah. Cool. That's like, well, I, I, that's brilliant. I think that was really good because it's like, it's like when I worked at like companies and they try to get me to like answer questions that like mm -hmm. a manager should answer or a supervisor or a higher up. And I'd just be like, mm, nah, I'm not gonna, I don't get paid enough of that. Yeah. I'm just one of the players. You <laughs> go talk to that fucking guy. Like he's the, go talk to him. You're wasting yeah. your time talking to him. So I thought yeah. that was brilliant of her. It's like, I don't fucking know. I had a good time right? playing the character. I enjoy it. I hope to do it again. I guess the she they supposedly are making a Miss Marvel season two. Oh, and yeah. I the rumor is, and I don't know if this is true. And this would be kind of cool. Yeah, is if it's like it becomes like a recruitment to a Young Avengers type thing where because remember uh, you know about the spoiler right? The yes, end of Marvels. She meets up with uh, Kate Bishop and talks and it's fun it's like it's almost like similar to the iron man scene in the end with but she's nick fury now right okay and it's really funny she like does the exact same thing um that she's recruiting the young avengers in each episode like she gets okay like, patriot character and they can yeah introduce. i think that would be like a pretty cool way to like, i do too yeah then you could introduce them at the end, you know. That, yeah, then you, it builds towards a Young Avengers series or movie. Right. They probably won't do that. It's too good of an idea. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you know what's a really good idea? What? Uh, Ron DeSantis. Uh, <laughs> Ron DeSantis had a brilliant idea. He's running for yeah. president. He said, you know what? I'm doing so well <laughs> in my campaign. Right. For president. I am so beloved. That I challenged the governor of California. To a debate. Yeah. <laughs> Governor of California is not running for president. No. no. But Ron DeSantis took it out of his busy schedule. Busy campaigning of not, schedule. Of not yeah. being governor of Florida, avoiding being governor of Florida, <laughs> and failing at his campaign to go debate Gavin Newsom, which it won't. Unfortunately, we were not going to talk about it because. It hasn't happened yet. Right. We'll talk about it next week. It's going to be on tomorrow. Yeah. Thursday. It's going to be on tomorrow. It's going to cover a bunch of different issues. Um, DeSantis sees this as an opportunity to elevate himself, to get before more voters. I can't imagine, though, that voters in the Republican primary aren't familiar with Ron DeSantis. I just don't think they give a shit about him debating the governor of California. Yeah. I think... Newsom should come right out the gate and just make fun of the fact that he's debating him. Yeah. Like, why are you debating me, dude? You're right. running. For, I'm not running for president. Like, you know, don't. And I think the other thing I think what Newsom needs to do is mm -hmm. the right. It's not just the Santas. It's all the right wingers push this meme, this lie 
about how California and its cities are so shitty and horrible and everyone's supposedly fleeing to go to these amazing red states. Mm. And that's like far, far from the fucking truth. And I think Newsom needs to just correct this asshole on yeah. like everything. I, yeah, I think you're right. I think he can just kind of smack down DeSantis's accusations. You know, I mean, you got to be really well prepared to do that. But people say he's a great debater and a good communicator. I think he's going to be fine. Bring up all of Ron DeSantis's failures, too. Like, yeah. you know, hey, look, you're losing insurance companies. You, you know, cost of living has gone up. Yeah. Florida, when you like... took office, uh, the cost of a new house was blank. Now it's blank times two, you know. Um, yeah like make him have to defend his record like does he even know his record <laughs> you know what i mean yeah right yeah. like talk about covid like you know this he's gonna claim all these things about how he florida grew its economy because california was just too strict on covid mm -hmm. you know and people fled that's bullshit yeah a couple of yeah. people did that but that happens all the fucking time yeah it it really does um i don't know i i you're gonna watch the, the debate right yeah i'll definitely check it out yeah i think it's I am... worth the watch i think it just to like i mean it, i just find it it bizarre like it is it's it, well... it a strange thing for uh you know someone who's supposedly seriously running for president debate someone who is not it seems like a desperation move and i think DeSantis is pretty desperate um I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I got. I just think it. that the only one who's going to have anything to gain out of this is Newsom. Newsom just has to get a couple of lines in there, and that's True. it. Like, True. I don't think. Uh, I mean, it's it's on Fox, so I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's in a live audience. So I'm trying to think. Like, I would. Like, if it's in like some rigged audience, then that could be bad, you know. <laughs> Well, well, yeah. I heard there's going to be no audience. Oh, is that true? Yeah, I think I think Hannity is going to do it, and there's going to be no audience. I think that's better then, because yeah. then it's like, you know, they can't put like a bunch of DeSantis inside right. to I boo could, everything when he's talking. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's there's no audience. It's just uh, um, uh, Hannity asking questions of the two and kind of letting him debate. So uh, I guess Newsom, it's like, okay, he gets out there and he gets more branding and clearly this is for his runs of 2028. Yeah. And what is this? I don't understand what, like I said, you know, what does DeSantis think he's gained from this? Like notoriety for 2028? Like, I yeah. mean. I think I, I, it makes sense. Like, assuming he's, res he's respect, like, DeSantis has got to hope that, like, the following day, at least half the papers or websites or whatever say that he did a fine job, you know? And then he can kind of... All right. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, then he can kind of use that to kind of leverage his case to the other Republican, well, to the Republican electors, electorate, that he's the he's the one that can do this, you know? Um, you think he'll wear funny shoes again? Yeah. I think this is real high risk, high reward for DeSantis. How tall is Gavin Newsom? Let's look at it. He's up. like six three. Man, he should definitely make some kind of joke making fun of him. Just like, yeah. 
MC down there. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like, how are you the same height as me? You're only like five seven. Yeah, sense. something like that. Like he he's got to do some joke around that. Um, I don't. Know, I'm excited to see. What can I say? He has big shoes. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm excited to to see it. I think it'll be good. Um, I just said. I just think that Newsom, and it's good to be. That it's good to go on Fox and just kind of just bust some of these like like California's yeah. not perfect but none of the states in this country are perfect but some are worse than others and it's really shitty when you have this like governor that lies constantly about how amazing his state is yeah when he's just lying and then shitting on other states and not backing it so Newsom going on there and kind of just relaying some like you know uh, more facts or whatever yeah basically just facts checking hannity and uh desantis yeah because they they push this bullshit they lie they say like san francisco's a shithole new york city's a shithole yeah and it's like i mean like they're shitty parts but it's not a shithole yeah no that'll be good that'll be good it's like okay say the same thing about like fucking tallahassee then i guarantee you there's Lots of shitty areas. Yeah. My brother lived in Tallahassee for a long time. There's some real rough parts. They yeah. just are. Yeah. The city. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm also looking forward to uh, tomorrow being the day that they might vote to expel George Santos. Why? He um, said he's not leaving. Yeah, well, they're voting. They, they need two-thirds of the House to vote to expel him. And it's weird i think it's 50 50 as to whether or not they have the votes i think they might so that'll be great um, be i mean he's not running again so nope. but the problem is we're still stuck with him for like a year and change like yeah we still have all next year i, I think yeah it's like a year they yep. switch out the congress pretty early it's not like the presidency where it's the end of january right it's like the first week of the year it's new congress goes in yeah but they they have said um uh that they that it's cl- it's practical that he could get possible that he could get thrown out tomorrow and then i think they would have a special election in new york within like just a couple of weeks to yeah, but can hoko just shove in someone immediately i don't I, you know, I don't know and i know in a lot of states you can all the articles i've read and have talked about if a republican about, gets in that's insane yeah uh yeah like it has to be a democrat i just hope it's a good democrat not like a fucking there's like different kinds of democrats in new york you get like because it is such a heavily blue state you get these like real corporate times where it's up to the point where maybe except for some social issues you might as well vote for a fucking republican yeah i think that's okay i mean like some of these districts are pretty conservative so to get a conservative democrat that one was a mistake now that one, I don't know how the fuck that guy got in. Yeah. It's like weird. Like I said, there's gonna be like 10 documentaries. Like, oh yeah. About this guy. I mean, he is such a weird, he's such a weirdo. Yeah, he really is. He's like so it's like you don't know what he is. You don't know, like, you know, does he have a husband? Like, is he like where's he from? He's he yeah. has different names, he lives in like he lived in Brazil for That's years. Yeah. How old is he? he was like a drag queen for years like he his real name is anthony volder yeah (laughs) his mom has died like five times throughout the his each historical event his mother has died 
It wow. is like bizarre. Like there's gonna be, and I, I don't. I wonder if he'll end up in jail. I'm assuming that if he it gets removed from Congress, he eventually yeah. something well, out of all things that are coming out about him, he's gonna yeah. have some time. I think that's. I think that's that feels right. Um, it feels right. <laughs> it does. It does. I mean, it, it may. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way it makes sense yeah yeah um yeah i don't yeah. know we'll see what happens his uh yeah. i just think it's really funny he's like i'm not going anywhere <laughs> which is like then it should uh there's like the always sunny title card right. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> george, <laughs> george santos was expelled from congress the next day yeah two one day later was that SpongeBob? yeah SpongeBob. Yeah. Later. <laughs> Carried out frog marching out of oh, uh, by the police. God. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I, I hope he's, they, this, yeah. he's not. He's not. Uh, you know, Matt Gates and all that. Like, no. they're more protected. They have more in, par, insider party people. They have relatives and special interests. He's like a nobody. I he, think George Santos just cornered. No yeah, he cornered the leader of the Republican congressional delegation. And said, "Hey, just tell me what you want me to vote for, and I'll vote for it. Just keep out of my way." And then went back to like spending and going on trips and stuff. I think it was a hundred percent a grift. Watching, uh, using campaign funds for yeah. OnlyFans, just so fucking weird, right? So, uh, yeah, getting Botox with his BFFs, Lauren Boebert and Matt Gates. Yeah, that's uh, uh um. So yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Um, okay, so yeah, the, that's a... <laughs> the next thing we have on the list, this is kind of like a, a weird one. I always hate to like bring stuff like this up because it's difficult. Uh I don't know much just... about this, so I'm gonna let you talk about it. All right, so the there is a student students for Trump leader who'd kind of like coordinated with PAX, and it was like it seemed astroturfed, although yeah, it's like probably... a Charlie Kirk type person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, he got arrested the other night for it looked like pistol whipping his girlfriend. Uh, he took a, a handgun and beat her with the handgun. Wow, I can't um, believe a yeah. Trump supporter would have violent tendencies. Really well, yeah, him. would have violent tendencies and would be like a gun fetishist and would beat women. You know, I mean, like all that just adds up. I can't up. believe it. I am just shocked. Shocked among shocks. It's weird too that he's like he's 27, 28 years old now. He he can stop calling himself students for Trump. You know, I mean now he can just be like, you know, grifting adults for Trump or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's uh, like the joke too about like Charlie Kirk is like, yeah. He's supposed to be this young guy. He's like in his 30s. Right. So um I'm I'm this, speak, I'm like clinically dead. I'm 46. So yeah. you know, Joseph's like a vampire. I don't know how he is. Well, I don't have any, I, I don't, you know, have anything to like joke around about this guy, but it's like, man, if, if it seems like every other day, some MAGA is in the paper for committing it's a crime. Party organizer, some fucking yeah. delegate, somebody, and you find out they're like a pedophile, an abuser, some, a scam artist, like it is like, it, I if you, if you took the time to do the research. Right. And like just looked up former Trump aide, former Trump this, former Trump that. Right. And you 
you'd find out all these different things about how they're like abusers. There's another one. Um, I don't know if it's him. There was like a woman that, oh shit. It was like some other Trump person and like, he was either like sexually harassing some oh, uh, another like MAGA lady or something, but I don't know. It was pretty bad. Yeah. I don't think I'd have to look it up, but like, again, it's like you see this all the time. Some pastor, some right wing yep. anti LGBT pastor. Oh, good. Oh, you're not going to believe this. He's a pedophile. Mm. Like, it's always like a shock. It's not a shock. Yeah. It's inevitable. It's like, it, okay. It seems like it should be inevitable, but like, it's still when a shock. are we going to find out you're like some kind of creep? Right. We know you're a creep, but when we're gonna find out officially that you the got, specific like, kind of creep you are. Yeah, like the what the closet uh that you know you're living in right. creep you are. Yeah, where <laughs> oh what you like to know? I am all kinds of creep. Yeah, I'm, I'm every creep, it's all in me. Um <laughs> start singing, yeah. But really bad. <laughs> really well. Bad. It just, it is, it's, gosh, it's just one more example of, like, everyone in the orbit of Trump is just, like, kind of a shitty person and committing crimes. And I can't believe um, that. I can't believe yeah. the kind of people that would glom onto right. a vile, disgusting hog of a person like Donald Trump would also potentially be a right. vile, disgusting hog. It is, it's hard for me to comprehend it. I, I, I really want to give the benefit of the doubt, but, you know... Okay. You know, they well, say you can't judge a book by its cover, but I don't know. These people can't read anyway. So. Speaking of really horrible hogs. Um, oh, no, that's not our, uh, that's not what we're talking about. Next, we're talking about Bobert. I uh, mean, it's a different kind of hog. <laughs> I don't know. Should, should I just play the clip? Yeah, this this was a... It, it's like a minute long. This drove me nuts today. But yeah, pl play the clip if you're searching for She's, that. Her um, voice is like... It's, it's like, just grating, dude. Yeah. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Yep. Where is it? Did I send it to you? Uh, it? You sent me a clip. That oh, here had... we go. Yeah. Okay, here we go. All right. Let me put this down on. So she's trying to attack this guy who uh, I guess is a social security official. And of course, she's yes. a, a right-wing chud, so she wants to just attack social security and any kind right. of government funding. Allowing delinquent employees to sit on their sofas at home instead of actually getting to work and doing their job so she's accusing this is like that whole bullshit of making people go back to the office yes. like as if none of these people are working they're fucking off and this is just that kind of propaganda yeah she realizes people can't comprehend the fact that adults can complete a job at home Plus, the, now the government doesn't have to, with tax dollars, pay for heating in a building. You know? Or, like, not as much. Yeah. Uh, this is absolutely unacceptable. So our employees are working, whether they are in the office or at home, and they are- Are you monitoring the work that they are doing from home on a regular basis? Yes, we are. Every every employee, do you have do you have the numbers of the hours that are submitted? Uh, are you counting how many times they're logging into their computers and responding to casework? 
So our employees are subject to the same performance management processes and oversight they are, whether they're teleworking or working in the office. And we have systems in place that our managers use to schedule, assign, and track workloads. And that includes individual employee workloads in many cases. So real-time understanding of what actions are being processed at any particular given time. Additionally, our employees are required to be accessible to their supervisors, clients, colleagues and external parties during work hours via a variety of means including instant messaging video platforms and telephone they are connected to the workplace whether they are in the office or at the home then why is the backlogs for social security applicants increased from forty-one thousand? to 107,000. Because we've been historically underfunded for a number of years now. I don't think you're underfunded. You're, you're funded at the Nancy Pelosi levels, at the Democrat levels. We just continued that same funding. What is she talking so about? I would say at pandemic have, level spending. So I'd say we have an increase of over 8 million beneficiaries over the last 10 years at the same time we experienced our lowest work staffing levels at the end of FY22. That's a math problem. I mean, that is a problem if you have those workloads you know, increasing and you don't have the staff to take care of those workloads, you're going to have the backlogs that you're talking about, Representative. You yeah. all well, are allowing... Well, she had nothing else to say after that. Yeah, uh, she drives me crazy. You uh, all are... Oh, sorry, let me... Adam Frisch uh, on the... This was on Twitter. Adam Frisch tweeted immediately, Lauren Boebert doesn't know what she's doing and she's wasting the time of C COO3 residents who deserve real representation and help me defeat her next fall. Yeah. she's That's smart. She is. I mean, like, I, I, you and I were talking about this earlier. I 100% believe, I believe this, like, almost universally, but especially in a place like this, advertising has got to cost very little in this district. The DNC or some PAC or someone should be running an ad, not like nonstop, they don't want to drive anybody crazy with your nonstop ads, but just an ad year-round showing what Bobert is, is doing. You can even have it be a weekly ad. Like on every Friday you run an ad. This is what Bobert did for you this week. She voted against wind jobs. Yeah, Biden but, was in uh, the district today and he was touting like all the jobs and yeah I didn't see I I'd have to look and see if like anything came up, but you know I he it would be a perfect opportunity for him to be like, well your representative didn't vote for any of this. Yeah. You You're know, benefiting from it, thankfully. But your your rep, your representative voted against it. Just know that. Yeah. So I mean, obviously Biden going there was was calculated. I would imagine. Um, yeah. Because the Bobert seat is should be a real reasonable chance to pick up. I uh, mean, even if it's a red district. You could just say all she is is a soundbite. She has, like, it was all lame, like right wing. It was like trying to push this myth that people are working not working when they work from home when yeah. that's complete bullshit. Companies uh have perfected it over the years and they don't really need people to come to the office unless yeah. there's a reason and, and they can monitor you because they have software and they know when I'm you and you're probably working on a computer that's actually like the company or the government's computer how could she not know that you know i mean like anybody who's fucking imbecile. Yeah. she's a soundbite if you say any and then what does she do then she's forced to go into the like bullshit oh that's the nancy pelosi's democrat yeah. social security it's like what the fuck are you talking about that's so stupid that's so dumb know? so she has nothing to say the guy nailed it and said yeah well we can't do these things because all you fuckers do is cut our funding that's why it's not happening and yes we have like a ton of people that are alive more than they were years ago yeah if you went back 10 years ago 
20 years ago, the kind of people that would have been the age they are, I mean, like those people that age at the same people these people age now, these people are living probably a little longer just because they're taking medicines that yeah. are keeping them like functioning and going. And there's, and we have, you know, they're, if they're boomers or whatever, that there's a reason why it was called, they're called boomers, not because it sounds funny. Right, to make fun right. of it. it was the fucking baby boom after World War II. Yeah. So you have a whole generation of people that are going to live probably five, potentially, potentially five years longer yeah. than their parents did because of just medicine and, you know, mm. and maybe like, depending on where they live, quality of life, like yeah. maybe there's like less toxins in the air than there yeah. were, you know, there's a lot so of factors yeah. involved. She's a nitwit. She has no fucking clue what she's yeah. doing. So when it somebody... Is. Even just the simplest facts can just. Yeah, she's just a Fox News, Newsmax like yep. gotchas. That's all it is. And then it's it's like, and this is funny because we watched this. There was like that other one like a month ago too. Yeah. Where, uh, was it Steny Hoyer or something? Yes. Like, it was just like, damn, you're dumb. You know, <laughs> like she doesn't belong there. Just like George Santos doesn't belong there. These yeah. are clowns. You know, anyone that attacks AOC is and try or tries to do, and this is like mainstream is really guilty of this, like where you try to equate AOC to like a Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? That's insane. AOC yeah. is a serious person, she has serious people working for her, right? She's trying to do her job seriously. Yep, these are not serious people. No, they're just like, like you said, failed theater kids, failed actors and actresses. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's bizarre. Depressing. It's weird. It's like I said, it's like here's this person who's never like I don't think was she even politically interested in anything like mm-hmm. before like a what a year before the election. I it's super bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. I I hope yeah, like you said, that should be an easy pickup in um in twenty twenty four. And let me tell you, I the Dems so. have to take the house back because unfortunately, from what I know about the map, yeah. It does not look Next, good. It, it the Democrats will probably lose the Senate. Well, that's the thing too is that like, if you lose the Senate, then they, no more judges. The, the Republicans just won't. Biden won't needs to put in a judge next year. Even well, he if needs to the, do... even if it's the oldest of the like one of the liberal women that are left, but like the older older yeah. one. All right, thank you, thank you for your time. Or he we'll, needs to just start we'll doing recess you. appointments. Yeah. You know, like, hey, I'll, and I think he would. I think he would do that. So, well, we'll see. We'll see. Now, yeah, we'll see, dude. I don't know. The whole thing frightens me. I remember in the beginning of his presidency when that one guy wouldn't fucking retire. And I was like, come on, man, what the fuck? Yeah. He, he eventually left after a year. But uh, what was his name? I don't even remember. I just remember, like, reading, like, oh, he's planning on getting, like, new clerks, which is, like, yeah. a sign. Like, I'm not going anywhere. And it's like, right. the get the fuck out he's, of here, dude! He's measuring You're a 90, and you have, like, can- you have, like, 12 different cancers, dude. Fuck yeah, it. what was his name? God, it's, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, uh, not Brad. Not, uh, ooh. Well, anyway, I, I know who you're talking doesn't about. doesn't matter. It, At least yeah. he did the right thing. Get the fuck out. But yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, that... that nah, was she shit. blew she it. She should yeah. have fucking left during the Obama years. Like, yep. like, 
I don't know. They really did. They really think fucking Hillary was going to win. I don't even know. I think I, I I thought Hillary. I was confident Hillary would win. I, I was. I was like a hundred percent sure. I was like, dude, this guy's such a buffoon. I mean, but then I remember when she lost. I was like, oh, well, you know what? Oh yeah, Again, after- she didn't lose by much. She lost by a couple thousand votes in three different states. She won the popular vote by millions. Yeah. Afterwards, it made sense, but like, uh, well, I, I, I always said, I'm like, wait, I can't, be, you know, like, I don't like Hillary Clinton. Oh yeah, why is that? Doesn't smile enough. I don't know. Yeah, I don't smile. Yeah, yeah she's Captain Marvel. Uh, <laughs> oh, actually, that's funny. The Marvels. Yeah. It kind of explained her why she's like so stoic in the first movie. Oh. Because the Cree wiped her brain. Remember, oh, she yeah. had like no memories. That makes sense. Yeah. They're wiping her brain and and like making sure and holding back how powerful she really was that who she was wasn't like coming through so they kind of show her like she uses uh this device at night when she goes to bed it's like the scroll mind reading thing from the first movie and like secret invasion she uses that to like help jog her memory so she is like a little more lively like she's a lot more lively and like uh oh less stoic in this one nice so yeah. it was a good, it was like a fun little explanation of like, yeah, there's a reason. Like, she wasn't really herself. She was yeah, being by that. manipulate. Like her brain was being clouded. You know. <laughs> um, mm. Speaking, of, uh, what's next? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, uh, well, I don't get to that yet. Uh, well, we're, oh, we were talking. Yeah, the, the Supreme Court thing. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, that was it. That's what I was gonna say. I can't believe people don't like the person that. The media attacked for the past forty years. Yeah, it's crazy. I like. I love it. It's like people think they have like the such independent thoughts, and it's like, dude, you are a sucker for propaganda. You just don't realize it. Like, yeah, yeah. That 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 all adds up. I will say. I mean, just on a practical term, I know this is like a, a different uh, angle of thought, but like, um, Biden Biden needs to hit those courts hard because i think you're right i think they will lose the senate just because um, of the and not because all the dems are failure just because of the states where these elections yeah. are it's just tough it's a t- it's a tough map and oh they, they might have a better shot than than most like if you had told me a while ago that georgia would have two democratic senators i, I would have said no way and yeah. they, they do you know so um we'll see we'll see mansion's going to be tough uh well i think that's a loss unfortunately mansion yeah was they said mansion was gonna lose he was on track to losing yeah anything. they say that yeah i don't think he was gonna pull it out i think he he was he was do that's why he's leaving that's why he's yeah. like i'm retiring because he knew his time was up the question is will they try to run anybody decent against the right. Republican there yeah i would say i think there's an election scene Ohio, focus on that. I don't know. I, I think there's one in Florida, but I don't know. Florida, I think it's so fucked. It's fucked. I think you need to get rid of DeSantis first before you get like any type of rationale back in that state. Ted Cruz one's gonna be tough. You know, there's a I know we have a couple of things left, but yeah. did you see that the Daily Water made a movie that's coming out? Um like, did you did I show this to you? Is it the one about uh trans athletes? It's about, about guys pretending to be trans. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the guy Baby who made it is, yeah, his last Ted name Cruz is literally is boring. 
What? Oh god. His last name is boring. The, yeah, that guy's guy. a that guy's a jackass. I saw a clip yeah. where he was talking about like if everyone if millions of people said the n-word at once, then it would not um it would have it would lose its impact or something. Because yeah. if you want people to fire you can't fire millions of people. And I'm like, uh-huh. okay. Uh wow, really clever there, buddy. But I my reaction would be, why do you need to say that word? Yeah. What is what is the desperate need to say that? Why do you feel the need to say the the why? Mm. What, what, what is there something that he gained? Yeah. Why do you think about it so much? Why yeah, that's the real question. Why is this? Why are you thinking about it? Why why are you cons- like I you know what? I live my life and the last thing I will ever think about is why I can't say the right. Word. Yeah. Like I that's odd. That's a strange thing. That's weird. Yeah. It's like you're admitting something to us. It is crazy. Yeah, so they made this like stupid movie. And uh I heard I heard there was like people who walked up the set. I guess people who got actors and they realized like what oh, kind geez. of project they're working yeah. on. Like this insanely stupid anti-trans, like like it's funny if you like if if it was made by actually funny people. Yeah. It, could it would be still like offensive as hell yeah it's that bullshit mean the right is trying to push where they say something dumb like oh a guy decides to be a girl one day and then he could go in and of course this is like a joke too now it's not a joke i mean this is what they think yeah men are just so naturally more physically physical than women that even the best women will are going to lose to a bunch of of dad bods like yeah and that's so fucking dumb like if i went against any female like uh athlete in basketball or anything they're gonna crush me yeah for sure me too like like, okay are they gonna be better than michael jordan and his prime Mm -hmm, i don't know probably (laughs) not i don't know he's still human i mean they could yeah i don't know it's such a stupid i i just want to like I want to. I I don't want to see the movie, but I look forward to like the commentary on it. Yes, I do too. That'll be uh, that'll be a good day. They Twitter. said that Hollywood doesn't have the guts to make this movie. <laughs> Hollywood doesn't have the guts to have a strange, weird obsession with a marginalized group of people. Right. So Hollywood doesn't have the, the the guts to do a Song of the South remake. <laughs> Hollywood doesn't have the guts to make uh, Birth of a Nation. We'll, we'll be at will to pay. Will to. Birthday just don't have the guts. <laughs> a feature-length adaptation of Mein Kampf. Feature- yeah. They just don't have the guts. But we here at the Daily Ooh. Wire do. The, the funny thing is, like, one of the things I've heard people say is, like, how much fucking money do these people get? Right? Uh, but it's like, lot. if you see the trailer, like, it doesn't look like a low-budget Oh, movie. yeah. It looks, it it looks, looks yeah. like a movie. Like it, it, I mean, it looks like it could also be like one of those fake movies that SNL makes. Right. You get like, yeah, it's just a trailer. Is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like that too. But like, like I'm like, how much fucking money? And that guy is like the main star of it. That yeah, that Jeremy Boring. What an awful name. It's tough. That's it's a tough. terrible but name. Apt. It fits. <laughs> the, the guy's a douchebag. Yeah. He's just lame. I don't find him as repulsive or, or as um, um, disgusting as like 
uh, Matt Walsh or Michael yeah. Knowles or the other people on there, but he's still a piece of shit. So yeah, no, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. Oof. All right. Well, we have we have two topics. Uh, I guess the they got all the best money fracking could buy. <laughs> it's like all fracking industry that like pays. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, speaking of frack, fracking people, fucking yeah. I don't know. What, what was that frack? Wasn't frack like a curse word in Battlestar? It was. Galactica? It was the substitute for fuck in Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. The, yes. Well, yeah. this guy's a, a a huge fucking a huge fracking piece of frack. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle um, Rittenhouse crying poverty. Yep. He just came out with a book recently um, about uh, it has it has four words in it. <laughs> it's a pop it's one book. seller in Arkansas. <laughs> That's a little callback from early in the podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, kidding. Yeah, he yeah. he. Uh... He wrote a book, and now he's he's been crying about this for a while. That he he's broke. He has no more money. I don't know, like that sounds I mean, like a grift in itself. Yeah, it also sounds like I'll bet you you were broke before you killed those people. Yeah, I and then, yeah. Like, what, what do you mean you've lost all your money? I mean, like, what what money are we talking about? We're, yeah, we you were like about... seventeen. What did you have? Like fifty bucks saved in your yeah, in like a drawer, like somewhere, like dude. I mean, I get it. Once, once you have any money, you kind of come to see it as it as it as it being yours. But like, did Rittenhouse really think this was going to last forever? Like, you can't keep I, shooting people. That right? guy like, deserves every horrible thing to happen to him because yeah. one thing he murdered people. Yep, there's that. Showed up and, and, and intended to cause harm. Yeah, that was the intent was to cause trouble. Bring a gun. He after he killed those people, he called his friend and pretty yep. much bragged over the phone. Yeah, he went on some like right wing morning show or something, and he came on with his so called therapy dog. Like he has a therapy <laughs> dog. The I'll say this: I don't know. Is that there? I could claim my dog's therapy dog. Usually, therapy dogs have a vest on them. Yeah, they have it on them. Or oh, and a monocle and a pipe. Well, uh, the good ones. No, <laughs> not right. No, true therapy dogs have like. It's like the same thing with like um, seeing eye dogs and all that. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's like he's such a scumbag. Like, like he did everything you could say. He did everything that George Zimmerman wishes he could have done. Yeah. After. But like this kid literally got away with murder. I guess he's claiming. Well, it's easy to say you're claiming you're broke if. Like you're being sued by a bunch of people for uh, yeah. civil suits, right? So well, he he's trying also, to pull like an Alex Jones and claim that he's broke. Yeah, he also had a like a GoFundMe pretty recently that went nowhere. Um, it it makes sense to me that he's broke because uh, I'll bet you he spent a lot of money on stupid shit, and I'll bet, I bet you that you the, like hired people that totally like just grifted off him. Yep. Or maybe he got like a speaking fee of $35,000, but that didn't include his airfare and his hotel. And so he walks away from this event with like eight grand and he finally got around to seeing an accountant and they're like, you know, you're gonna have to pay taxes on that eight grand come April. And he's like, what the fuck? You know, like uh, it, it, all this makes perfect sense. 
Um, and it couldn't happen. Like you nicer. said, it's like, where, dude, you're like 20. Like, where the fuck do you have this yeah. money? Like, what kind of money are you talking about? You're to- are you talking about the money you got you're admitting after? that you made a bunch of money off of these murders. Yeah. And you're trying to make money by hawking a book, too. Yeah, uh, where'd the money go? Right? So. It's just repulsive. This guy's existence is repulsive. Like I said, he could have, he got away with murder and he could have just did the right thing and disappeared. Go to, go to school. Just go live your life. Try to get away with it. You know, stay like, you know, stay like low. Yep. You know what I mean? Like go make a life somewhere. And then like, I don't know, like five or 10 years, someone will be like, hey, what happened to this guy? And then we find out what, and he's like, I don't know. He's like a, bouncer at like the hog and heifer or something i don't know <laughs> like right he was a mall cop somewhere you know paul blart yes written blart ryan blart, ryan written written blart. blart. you know like, like he could be like you know he could just live his life you know knock up some girl yeah. or whatever you know, in like five years, he has like 12 kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's like basically the beginning of uh, what was it? Uh, idiocracy, yeah, all <laughs> the smart people and the dumb, yeah, people. yeah. I, 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 you're not gonna believe this, but Rittenhouse, I don't know which side he's gonna be on, yeah, I would imagine <laughs> the brilliant side, of course, duh. Um, you know, what's funny about that boot that intro, mm-hmm. though, I bet you a lot of people watch that, and most people think. They're on the smart side. Yeah, I think that's probably real true. <laughs> you like not, not you like being real true, that. but yeah. But those people, yeah, whatever. Uh, I this guy deserves every bad thing to happen to him. Yeah, for sure. Horrible, horrible yeah. person. Like through and through, he proved to be. We knew he was a piece of shit when he killed those people, and, and then he, he just got no worse. Real, it, no remorse. He became like a, you know, he's like half the country hates me. Yeah, that's by design, mm-hmm. asshole. Like you chose. It's probably more that. than half too. So yeah, it's more like seventy five percent, and the other is like a bunch of weirdos. Mm. There's people to this day that still defend him. Like, oh yeah, who, yeah. Like, dude, is this really how you want to live? You want to defend this like insignificant person, like? Yeah, and I can like, tell you, it, he probably is broke because, like I said, he doesn't have that blue check mark anymore. Yeah, so he clearly can't afford to pay Elon eight bucks a month anymore. Yeah, that's so good. Well, you know, well, Elon could use every Elon, eight. Elon bucks might he could be get. paying recovering house eight bucks a month. Yeah, <laughs> it is weird. He went. I guess Elon went on a diatribe today and some sort of a talk talk show format on on Twitter. Um, and basically said there's a bunch of advertisers that opted out of advertising on Twitter and he went on Yeah, why why is that? I wonder why. And he's like, fuck Apple, fuck it. He's fuck all these companies that don't want to advertise on me. Uh and um my guess is that no one will super miss his contribution, you know, Musk's contribution via tweet. Um I don't know. I don't. It, it just seemed real self-destructive, and like he's still on that mindset of he'll just do or say whatever he wants. And eight percent of the internet thinks it's genius, and the other ninety-two percent is just like what a fucking moron. So I just so, think it's hysterical that he's entitled so much that he thinks that people have to advertise on his platform. Yeah, that's that the thing, like like he's like fuck Bob Iger. 
you know, like he's on stage and he's like, he's trying to get like the audience to go along with him or whatever. And it's like, they don't have to advertise on your platform. No, they don't even have to use it. And I think that's the thing he doesn't get is that Twitter before he stepped in was kind of an indispensable outlet for news and, and events and stuff like that. But once Elon Musk took over, the algorithm got kind of wonky. The little rules as to what got prioritized and didn't be prioritized got wonky. It's like real, sometimes it's difficult to load the site. He's he's wrecked it. And on top and of it, if you are a major company and they're just shoving your tweets, they're shoving ads in like middle yeah. of threads now. They used to not do, they never did that before, the ads. They never were in the middle of a conversation. Right, right. Yeah. Now, if you go on Twitter, it's a mess. You're like, wait, is this still going or is this a different tweet? Yeah. And then there's like an ad for like, and there's all kinds of like shitty ads now because they're just desperate to take anything. Yep. There's people like said they're very much advertising porn on here. Uh, there's a someone, uh, the ball the, that I think was from an SNL skit from years yeah. ago. Green <laughs> Happy ball. Fun ball. They're, all, they're, so, they're advertising that. Um, they've been advertising Crystal Pepsi, which is weird. That's been discontinued yeah. like 30 years ago. Um, you know, it's just I don't trust that that's a good thing to, yeah, to I, I would, yeah, that, that needs to be verified somewhere. Uh, but look, this was, uh, this is like, I can't believe this is real. I, I only saw a screenshot. Of this is, I can't believe, yeah, Linda Yaccarino. Yep. Over 65 million users tweeted about the death of Henry Kissinger, up nearly 37% as compared to the death of Colin Powell. Oh, Wowzers, it all happens on X. What? This can't be real. That's insane. You are, <laughs> like, say what you want about Henry Kissinger. Yeah. At the end of the day, this is about a death of a person. Right. Yeah. Of you, it's so ghoulish. Like, the, the ghoul, this, is, this is just weird. This yeah. is a, like wowzers like i i, I, I tweeted that I, I tweeted that i said i can't believe this is a real tweet like it's yeah. it's insane it's, it's real still, bizarre but yeah like you said they don't no one has to use twitter he's no. like he he buys he, it and he's stuck with it and all he's done is destroy it he's, he's, he's done people, everything he, he can to make it worse every time every time there's something new it gets worse there's like yeah. It's a bad idea. It's a stupid idea. It caters to some to weird no friends. No one's going to want to use yeah. your thing for a bank. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, he, yeah, attacking the only people that could save your company is an interesting strategy. Um, wouldn't be one I would pick, but, uh, yeah. I just, I'm like, if I were a company, I, a major company, I would not want to advertise no. on a platform where, like, your tweet can show up in, like, an anti-Semitic thread or yeah. racist thread, a homophobic thread, or of any kind. You Like, I, I'd be like, no, I don't want this. We're not advertising with you. We don't want to be, yeah. we don't want our brand showing up next to, like, Himmler. Yeah, of course not. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. There's <laughs> one other thing I wanted to bring up. Hmm. Uh, like it was like the last thing, and now hmm. it's Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Uh it was like something else that happened. Oh, come to me and it won't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um I I just oh yeah, dude, that was great. Uh 
This is a tweet uh, someone posted. It's the end of Star Wars after the Emperor is killed, end of Return of the Jedi. And yeah. it says, please be respectful of Henry Kishner's memory. And then the guy wrote, the entire fucking world. And it's like <laughs> all the scenes of everybody like cheering after the Empire was destroyed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, so, probably. Yeah. Again, the guy lived way too long for yep. his death to really be inconsequential. If he dropped dead in the 70s, world probably be a better place oh yeah for sure just a choice yeah. um you know he got to live he gets to live his you know it's like how thanos in the end of infinity war he retires on uh yeah on that planet and he's got a farm and you know he's he's like i did my job and then thor kills him after and it's like it didn't matter that you killed him because he already destroyed the stones right and he already did all the damage so it's kind of like yeah. henry kissing yeah. dying it's it's a wash doesn't, doesn't really mean anything it's like okay yeah he's, he you mean he lived like a really long life yeah in good health for <laughs> a, a very time. cared for life like <laughs> we should all be so lucky right Oof. all right we have we have uh i think that was well that was it yeah we did elon i want um, i want to find the clip though of elon it's so weird it, I, yeah uh, I don't think you sent me the clip. You sent I, me. I, I think it's not even worth listening. I have one last one. Did, yeah, yeah. The thing about Weird Al. That was it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let me. Standing, but I had over eighty. All right, here we'll start over. It's only like twenty seconds long. This yeah, he's cool. responding to a Spotify Wrapped end of year playlist thing. Hey, how you doing, Al? Here. Uh, look, I'll make this really quick. I, I just want to thank you all for your amazing support. It's my understanding that I had over eighty million streams on spotify this year so uh if i'm doing the math right that means i earned 12 dollars so uh you know not to get myself a nice sandwich at a restaurant so from the bottom of my heart thanks for your support and uh thanks for the sandwich <laughs> yes that was very it was good uh he he probably does really well on spotify numbers wise and he probably gets very little money i said I tweeted it, and I said, please note, Spotify pays artists next to nothing, so they could afford paying pro-billionaire right-wing chud propagandist Joe Rogan hundreds yeah. of billions. Right? Yeah. That's what he said. I'm like, that's why, you know, again, you guys can listen to this podcast anywhere. You yeah, want to listen, you but Spotify. To it. Spotify. <laughs> again, our most of our audience are goats, so, yep. right? That's why we're called wild Actual goats. goats, yeah. Actual goats. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we don't know what platforms they use. I think they use like Barnes uh, Fields, sure. Fields yes. other platform. I think so. Uh, anywhere where there's grass, <laughs> petting zoos, petting zoos. Yep, a big those one. Are the, those are the chuds of the, <laughs> the petting zoos. Just to let you know, yeah. um, they probably would like Joe Rogan. Um, yeah, I would. I would say so. But no, nah, fuck that. I don't want to be like. I said that was like the big joke was when the Spotify is like so proud, like we're paying him a hundred million dollars, and then you find out like all these like musicians that barely make any, like they make. Obviously, he's joking. He made more dollars, um, but he but he is dead serious. I'll bet you he didn't it, make more than a couple thousand, you know, by any. Yeah, stretch. but I mean, eighty million views. Mm, that's a lot. Eighty million downloads, and you're only getting like a couple thousand. Your that the your work is being devalued. Yeah. Well, and it's it's being 
it's valued in some way. You're just not receiving any benefit from it. Someone else is monetizing your work. Well, that's what I mean. It devalues. Yeah. That's why Spotify is dangerous as a whole, because that's my my issue with like AI and all that stuff. Stuff is you are devaluing the content because you are not paying people correctly. Yeah. So you are making so his eighty million views doesn't like you said it probably is a couple thousand, but for Weird Al, a couple thousand is like, you know. Feeding the his tour bus. He know? could he could make that in like an appearance, not even like a, a performance. Like he could make that money at like an appearance, like signing on. The thing is, or, if yeah. you had like eighty million, da- I don't know, whatever, on radio stations, you probably were making a lot more. Mm, true. I don't know how it works. I don't know because don't people pay for Spotify too? Yeah, you can pay for Spotify. Uh, there's different versions you can purchase. Uh, there's a free version, but you can also purchase a subscription that lets you download some stuff. And well, they are um, making money, and there's ads. They're making money from the yeah. ads, and the content. I don't know. Like I said, I just they they pay so little for the content, and they but they are willing to pay a uh, conspiracy pushing yeah. scumbag a millions of money. Of dollars. Yeah. Right? A bunch of money. Yeah. Yeah. So you're that money is being stolen and given to. Yeah. That's what I always say. It's like the same. It's kind of like the same thing, like with elections, you know, you're, you're voting too, not just on like, you should also look like, who am I voting for? You're paying taxes no matter what, no matter what the Republicans tell you. Right. Yeah. Always going to be paying taxes. So the question is, where does the money go to? That you're paying taxes yeah to um ivanka trump and her husband or does it go to like schools mm-hmm. and that's where people have to look at where they put their money and things you know it's i don't know yeah i hear you <laughs> all right well on that i don't know i think i i thought i had like i was connecting <laughs> the spotify thing but well i mean it's like it's like the same thing like i don't want to support something that yeah is their you funds can't. to pay for uh you know a, pro- a right-wing propaganda yes yeah. there's there if you, you can you don't have to be part of that machine yeah yeah all right well <laughs> uh, uh happy henry kissinger death day to yeah. you yeah because we all celebrate <laughs> uh, we all doing the little ewok dance yes uh, yeah imagine the original ewok song playing not that any of bullshit that's in the end right no yeah that was performed by famed jizz artist uh just jizz artist snoodles. i love that that'll always be yes hysterical that the music in star wars is called jizz yeah and it's just funny yeah i don't know why they decided to go with that whoever did had to well, know that that's another word for semen right <laughs> ejaculate and yeah uh, i feel like they would know that i think if you're human you would know that well and they it doesn't help that the other kind of music the one f- not focused on earth jazz but the one focused on earth rhythm and blues was called R- rhythm and splooge. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, that one was a little too much. Yeah, they called it Rhythm and Splooge, <laughs> the newest Star Wars. Yes. Splooge so, artist <laughs> Max Rebo. <laughs> and on top, it doesn't inherit the fact that his nose looks like a big <laughs> giant blue dick. It's <laughs> uh, wow. awesome. All right. Well, all right, on that. Play note. that sweet splooge, <laughs> X Rebo. Play us out. <laughs> keyboards, keyboard, keyboard snoodles. Um, that right. keyboard must be so <laughs> sticky and crusty. <sighs> Jedi text. They're stuck together. From all that space jizz. All right, on yes. that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. You still going on about? that thank you for listening to you still going on about that um please like comment share and if you haven't done already please follow us on instagram ysgo facebook ysgo and twitter ysgo thank you and have a great day